Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California. Joe Prano is in Lake Tahoe. So go see Joe live at Harvey's at the uh, Improv, I believe, there. So his fill-in is his number one fill-in. You've seen this guy on The Office, How I Met Your Mother, Hannah Montana. (laughs) You've also seen him on Now We're Talking. This guy's been nominated for a Writers Guild Award. My dear buddy, Tug Coker. Claw, 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 claw. We doing this or what? Oh, shit. (laughs) He's coming in hot. Claw, claw, claw. He didn't even give me a hello, Andy. I know. I didn't want to. I I decided to bypass that tonight because I'm too excited about tasting the newest, the hottest alcoholic beverage on the market. This is not even a plug. I'm just trying to dive into this taste test. White Claw. White Claw, everybody. Now, this stems from last podcast. Yeah, I should say, I don't, know, I don't know anything about this debate. That's what's the best part. <laughs> I know nothing about what's so, going on. So, Aaron, you're on the mic. Aaron can hop on, too. Aaron's here. Torx with Wolves. What's up, guys? Thanks to Aaron, who brought the claw. I, I, w- I will admit, the one thing I do like saying is the claw. <laughs> You know it'd be great if they had the actual claw, the video game, reaching down to grab the claw. They should, they should absolutely have that at bars, right? Start, you have to put in like maybe a dollar, two dollars. Yeah, you have to do it a couple times probably. Yeah, a claw machine for the claw, and to- maybe uh, Kawhi Leonard gets some sort of endorsement deal. Absolutely. Although we're giving them a lot of free love right now. We are. Let's stop. Let's let's call it something else. So, regardless, last episode, at the end of the episode. This massive discussion about White Claw and people counting their calories, Tug, when they're drinking. And I took a stance, which Prano says, this is not a hill you want to die on. And I was ready. I'm still ready to die on it. No, I did see this part. And I just want to make sure that, like, um, this was at the end of the episode. This wasn't even, like, the pre-show. This is really... So this, the best part is how many dirtballs did not hear this? This is post-calls. This is as we're about to do plugs at the end and i know for a fact it's not just me i've heard other podcast hosts talk about that like what percentage of their listeners actually make it all the way through yeah like those are the loyal dirt balls absolutely and i never made it you never i've never made it through an entire episode i'm just kidding i listened to every episode thank you talk beginning to end oh you're not like joe's like they wasn't on i don't listen (laughs) i'm like you're really helping the cause here brano i wasn't on i don't listen i would never say that for the record anyway we had this debate about White Claw, and then it, it took so many different forms on Twitter. And Aaron would agree, if you can hop in here, Aaron. We were texting each other. We both agreed. The Dirtballs took it to where things I wasn't even saying. You'd agree, right? Yeah, I would agree. It, it definitely took a turn that I, I did not at all expect when I first tweeted out the video. Just I thought the video was so funny to hear Andy's take, and then at the end telling me, I've got a fridge. And I was like, well, all right. Like, well, the point was you could make a drink because I have a fridge. So, right, I, like, yes. Dirtballs then took it to, like, people can drink whatever they want. And I'm like, I never said people couldn't. 
Like this didn't turn into like a freedom of alcohol speech sort of thing. Like, of course people can do whatever they want. And this is all based on the fact that and, and, and guys who are on YouTube, guys and gals, White Claw is is white hot right now, right? Everyone's drinking it with is that white kids. With the white White Claw is white hot with white kids. Oh yeah, that's that's and, the. And I stand by that. The majority. I would love to see the percentage of White Claw drinkers that are white, thirty and under. Probably majority twenty five and under. Are these the Zimas? Thank you. Of our generation. Thank you. Oh, you. But I don't know. I, I want to say I know nothing. It's I like, know nothing right now. It's like you almost knew what I was planning on saying. Because that's one thing I was going to say. But here's what I want to do. Do we want to get right into White Claw game? No. No, we should bury the lead a little bit. I agree. I just wanted to a tease bit. a little. Yeah. Play a little game of just the tip with the dirt balls. <laughs> just the White Claw tip. A little. <laughs> White Claw. I looked it up today. It revolves around like um, waves. So, who knows? It's like a refreshing, perfect storm of waves. Oh, that's how they're playing it? Yeah. Okay. That's what they say. Because we have a lot of sports to talk. There's a, there's a ton of stuff. And, and today, there's been some nice developments. Oh, tug. I broke the news. I, I, you broke the news I, to me. I, I woge-bombed Andy Ruther today, which was pretty you great. You woge-bombed me. I was, uh, I don't know what I was doing. I was working, but I wasn't looking at Twitter. And you said, Ruther, big trade to discuss. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened? I instantly go to Woj, James Harden reuniting with uh, Russell Westbrook. Reunited, and it feels so good. You like it? Well, look. I mean, here's the thing about the Rockets. I mean, the, I'm I'm really impressed with the Thunder are trying to do. I mean, they're just trying to have every. They're actually the first team to have every pick in one draft. They're gonna have all 32 or whatever how many picks it is in the first round of a draft. So they have eight. First round picks. Yeah. They have stockpiled eight first round picks. This is from the Paul George trade. Uh, the uh, what's his first name? Grant. Um, oh, oh, Jeremy. Jeremy Grant. Yeah. And now the Russell Westbrook trade. Yep. And everyone, you know, and also there, you know, there's so much. It's so much to get into with the NBA. NBA is like dominating the summer right now, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. But I, I like the here's why I like the move. One, everyone thinks Westbrook's contract is ridiculous. And it, and it is. What's his contract? Fill me in. It's like 170 left, I think, on it, something like that. Something crazy, four years. Yeah. But Chris Paul also Chris Paul's supposed to make like fifty million in in, in a year or two. So you might as well get a little bit younger. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Chris Paul's going to get bought out. Younger and better, and somebody with more playoff experience. Well, Chris Paul has had plenty of playoff experience, whether it's... You know, a little deeper? I don't... What's the farthest... Chris Paul's not... Has Chris Paul ever played in the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, they went to... Uh, he got hurt. Remember, remember he got hurt two uh, years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, That's a good point. And, you know, they had a chance it's, to win It's weird. Him. It's like I always forget about that. Yeah. Um... But I like I like the Westbrook. First of all, I'm a I'm a Westbrook guy. You're a Westbrook guy. I am. You know, and a lot of people aren't. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know where Joe Joe probably aligns on this, but I don't know where for I, me, align I like. Yet. I like. I think he's just a, a freak. And, I, and first of all, I should say this: he and I, you know, back when I was somebody, we 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 hung out for a night, and he was very cool in the spare room in the Roosevelt Hotel. What do you mean you were somebody? Dude, you're wow. on a couch in That's Venice true. Beach, California. You, That's by true. Way, this is before I had kids, you know. By the way, Tug rode a bike here. I just I want to say that. Here. He he got here. How far how far is your place from here? It's like twenty miles. Dude got here in like twelve minutes. <laughs> you said be uh, there at eight oh five, be ready to rock and roll. I was roll. there at eight oh eight, guys. I let him down. You didn't let me down. 
I told Aaron it's going to take him 30 minutes. I was like, how is he here so quickly? Are you training for the Tour de France? No, I just want those white claws. <laughs> I just want those damn white claws. So you like this move. I like the move because, well, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? There was all this talk in, in the last month about Harden and Chris Paul not talking to each other, yeah. not getting along. Must be awkward Darryl on that had to come out and say, it's the whole reason that your boy Barry got, you know, maybe got doxxed. Because he came on your show and he put Skip Bayless, you know, they, her. they talked the uh, the Ruther curse hit him. They talked about the, um, the man boobs, the man boobs. So there's some smoke, there's fire, and I figure like they're not going to win with that. They shouldn't even they can't win with this. Yeah. So let's try something else. The league is supposed to be it's so fun right now because every team has a shot. You don't know what's what's left to uncover. So I like Westbrook and Harden. I like that they get along. I like that they played together in the past. We're going to see Chris Paul get bought out, and probably will he go to his banana boat boy, go to the Lakers? I mean, I oh, know. you think that could be the next move? Well, it's 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 to me it's obvious that OKC has no interest in you know playing Chris Paul. Chris Paul doesn't want to be in OKC. They're I don't think win. anybody does. By the way, they I like. Have you been to Oklahoma City? My mom's from Oklahoma. Okay, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> treading, treading lightly over here. Shout out all the Oklahoma dirt balls. Can we get rid of those toll rows? I don't like that about Oklahoma. Do you know what I'm talking about? You get off the freeway and they're like, give me your money, bitch. Oh, yeah. I have accidentally gotten off freeways and had no change on me or cash. You're just stuck there behind this <laughs> gate. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude. You like, get out of your car and ask somebody else to it, help you. It's not a, it's not a, by the way, talk about Barry McCockner. That is a tough scene right there. It really is. <laughs> really tough scene. I like, like, I like the Rockets play. I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of rest. I just, Can I they like share the ball? I know everyone's saying this. Well, now, it's going to be interesting to see if, if his heart is developed into this point guard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm interested to see How's how this going to work? But they've, They've been great together before, so let's. Well, let's hold on. Let's they tap the, the bra- finals. I know, but they let's, didn't have to rant. I mean, but let's I tap the brakes here. Okay. When they went to the finals, James Harden was he a rookie? I don't think so. Well, he was a sixth man. Yeah, is my point. Man. Yeah, exactly. So they weren't starting together. No, that's correct. So this is is a lot different. It is different, but they played together. I mean, you know, it takes you know it takes a while for them to fit the pieces together, but they didn't have to give up. Other players, they didn't have to give up, um, you know, um, who's my boy who went to Indiana? Um, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, who I saw, shout out Eric Gordon, was on, uh, I flew to Indiana two yeah. weeks ago. Eric Gordon was on my plane, Southwest. Oh, nice. He had that one seat on Eric South- Gordon flies Southwest. Yeah, Eric, well, it, says, it says a lot about it. On that particular day, he flew Southwest. And he was in that one seat that everyone wants, you know, with the in the emergency yeah. aisle with no seat in front of it. Yeah. He deserved it, but. Yeah, shout out Eric Gordon riding Southwest. That's great, man. I think it's gonna be real. I mean, I'm so excited about this season. I'm, I heard a little bit of what you guys were talking about, you know, in your previews for next season. But how big of an upgrade is that for you? Definitely an upgrade. Sure. Paul wasn't to me like he wasn't dominating at all, really. I mean, but, he's old. And he's not playing defense. Westbrook still gets after it on every you know every level. Yeah. Uh, it may. It may. You know, bite them years down the road, but you we're, all, we're all seeing how this is a win now league. Like everyone's, when you transition into Kawhi's, you know, sort of shrinking deal because yeah. you know it's a, one less year. By the way, real quick, I'm going to pull up Woj's tweet. Please do. So this is what the Thunder have. Yeah, it was, it was the Jeremy Grant that gave him the other first round. So they have eight first round picks, and I'll just read them so everybody yeah. knows. 2020, 
Denver, 2021 Miami, LA Clippers 2023, Miami 2024, Clippers 2024, Houston also 2024, Clippers 2026, and Houston 2026. So if you're a betting man, the uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder should be great in 2030. Absolutely. Look for them to be the Have you ever seen a team play the long game like this? I mean, this is the long game. Now, obviously, they can trade these picks for future players themselves. Yeah, well, you know you know who else is loaded up is uh, are the Pelicans. And the Pelicans are doing, you know, this is sort of related to the model that David Griffin put together for the Pelicans' yeah. uh, Anthony Davis deal. Because they, they, they wanted to wait. A couple reasons, right? 2022, everyone's projecting that this is the first draft in, in what, 20 years, where high schoolers are going to be let back in. In 2022, yeah. okay. so we're starting to see those picks. We, you know, there's a lot of speculation that those would be highly protected, but people are giving those away. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of people load up in the post-2022 uh, draft because there's going to be more a deeper talent pool. Yeah. Um, so you're going to see the Pelicans with some domination over the, the draft. You're going to see the Thunder now. But I'm trying to think, like, across sports – we all know Houston's built up, but it wasn't like this many years. And they sucked for a few years. Houston? The Astros. I'm saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to cross over yeah, sports yeah, yeah. as yeah. far as, you know, they're on the cover of Sports Illustrated, which was wild that they were actually, yeah. they were wrong by a year. Like, they, they, they came to fruition a year earlier. Yeah. I don't, th- I'm saying, I don't remember in sports memory where the Pelicans, the Rockets are doing, we're talking Six, seven years down the road. Have you forgotten to thust the process? I felt like that is the the genesis of all of this. Is Ironically, I'm wearing that shirt right now, too. Yeah. You know, how quickly we forget that... It's a good point. So many years ago, it was like, let's how many tank. years? How many years did they suck? Three or four? At, at minimum. Minimum suck. Twerks, can you look that up? Can you look up the can you look up the number of losing seasons, like bad losing seasons, Philly had in a row? I'm curious about that. The, you know, if you want to cross, the Astros have the luxury of not having a lottery, so you know you could actually be the worst team and be the number get the number one pick. You know, here you know with the with the, with the NBA, it's a it's a crapshoot. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying though. I, I mean, that's why they, they, I mean, there's two alternatives to go. It's like you 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 load up or you try to load up with uh, opportunity. It's it's really the the Bill Belichick model where you trade down in drafts because like you're not guaranteed to hit, but you, you want as many yeah. shots as you can. Sure. I think we have something over here. Yeah, I got the numbers on the on the Sixers. So for 2013 to 2017, they struggled. Uh, 2013, 14, they were at 19 and 63. 14-15, they went 18 and 64. And then 2015-2016, they went 10 and 72. And then follow that up uh, the following year with 28 and 54. And then after that, they had two back-to-back winning okay, records. Okay, but I mean, that's bad. They had four awful seasons. Awful, yeah, terrible. But, yeah, that's pretty bad. The 19 wins. I mean, I mean 10 and 72. 10 and 72. 10 and 72 is I think crazy. 9 and 73 is the worst record of all time. And they were battling... W- with that for for a long time, I heard. Um, do, I mean, pe- we do forget they were so bad that uh, DJ, it's the whole reason you have this shirt. Yeah. I mean, what's going on? DJ Jazzy Jeff was their starting point guard. <laughs> 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 they were so bad that they were doing. They were picking up people from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Unbelievable. Yeah, I think Ashley. I think she. 
She was she, she was coming off the bench one of those years. Oh yeah. What's her name? Tatiana Ali. That's right. That's right. Sister of uh, of Chile, of TLC. I didn't know that. That's a little nugget for you guys. She's the sister of Chile. Yeah. From TLC. If that's not true, uh, fact check that for me. But I'm I'm almost positive that's true. Really? Yeah. Very attractive woman, by the way. Yep. I would I would let her come into the. Uh, be a guest on this. On absolutely. The, be a guest. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not absolutely. saying this is a casting couch. Absolutely. No, just talk. I don't want things taken the wrong you. way. I hear you. So today was a big day for that. I mean, and then we hear, you know, we get the news to transition a little bit over to the Kawhi's deal, which I think is related to this. Very fascinating. And I, I'm sure you guys talked about it. I'm sorry I missed it. Um, we did, Well, we didn't talk about the deal, which was leaked Well, to me, to me, this is even more. Remember, remember when, all, when, when everyone was following Chris Carter... And Jalen Rose and Chris Broussard and uh, and and Woj, but also this this Abraham that kind of like came out of nowhere. Um, but Chris, but somehow everyone followed, followed Chris Carter. This little TC minute when we were, when we were on Twitter waiting for Kawhi, somehow Chris Carter became, became the guy. Yeah, and it, and it was said because Kawhi and Chris Carter had the same agent. Ah, that's right. Chris Carter kept on saying, like, you're not going to hear today. You're not going to hear today. And then Jalen Rose came out with, uh, it's going to be a two-year deal to Toronto. Chris Carter comes out with, uh, it's, uh, one thing is for sure, it's not a short-term deal. Nobody knew anything. Like, these people. Kawhi's camp is amazing. Incredible. And I, but, like, behind closed doors, Chris Carter's like, hey, hey, agent, like, you're my guy. Why are you making me look like this? Like you told me no short term deals, and now you pull this move. Yeah, I think for the Clippers. I feel like Kawhi's camp is like uh, what, what do they say in the mob? Omerta. Yeah. Which basically means never say a word. I feel like Kawhi's camp slogan is uh, "snitches get stitches." Like, <laughs> like, like you. He seems like a like a nice, just quiet. He's the type of guy that murders people. I'm just saying, it's the quiet guy. That yeah. laugh, it's a yeah. little, little weird. And he leaves an apple. Exactly. Next to the body. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but the deal is what? Two, it's a three-year deal, and it's two and one, right? So it's like so yeah. So everybody who didn't see this, this is this is huge, and this was like a huge like after bomb little nugget. So it's. A three-year deal, but it's two years with a player option for the third, yep. which basically means Paul George has the same thing for the Clippers. If Paul George and Kawhi want to leave the Clippers after two years, they can. And the Clippers are stuck with, you know, nobody. But obviously, like you said, it's a win-now league. I mean, I think LeBron has that same deal, and um, Kawhi's doing it because it gets him to 10 years in the yes, league. Yes, that's important. Which helps him get the super max. Um, so there's, there's some financial, you know, obviously reasons for that, but that seems to be the move in this day and age. It's like, we want more control over what we do. We don't want to be locked into deals. Well, what's fascinating is the NBA now, I'd say above all the leagues, the players are running the show. Absolutely. 100% calling shots over GMs, owners, and this is a move. It's like I thought. Prano had a great point last episode. I mean, they just OKC just gave Paul George a big deal, and he's like, and I thought Joe had a good point. Is one thing if a guy requests a trade, dude, you just signed. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Doesn't matter these days. No. 
It's it couldn't be more different from the NFL. What's what you got over there? Well, no, I was, gonna, I was just going to add that they. I mean, Oklahoma City literally has Paul George Day. Well, yeah, it was like July sixth. Yeah, it was did a year ago. Did they cancel it though? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they literally made it for him though, and then and he dips. Yeah, it was it was it was set for Saturday. Well, they forced a trade. I love. I mean, I I really think like, you know, if LeBron could swallow his pride enough, I don't. You know, I think the the Kawhi like negotiation story is like it would be a movie. It'd be kind of a great movie, where he how he like how we, we watch him orchestrate all these things to make it happen. And what exactly went wrong there? I just don't think Kawhi ever really wanted to play with the, with the Lakers and LeBron. I mean, he seems like like LeBron's the best player of of his generation, if not all time. Sure, but Kawhi is like doing his thing without. He doesn't need LeBron. Yeah, I mean, he's got two titles. He he beat Le, LeBron in a champion a final and won the MVP. Yeah, he probably thinks like you know what? If I go out and do my own thing, it's a good point. And I win a title for Toronto and the Clippers. And my you know I'm I'm one of the greatest players who ever lived. So. Yeah. Do you like them now? I have I have put the Ruther curse and stink all over the Clippers winning it all because I, I I you know I stand by my I, I'm one of those people you have to prove me wrong right. as a franchise right, right. you know I, I treat the Browns the same way I I treat uh you know what's happening with with the Raiders it's like until you prove me otherwise even when you have on paper. We'd agree, right? The, the Clippers on paper are the best roster. I need to see the full roster, but they're obviously they're very, very good. Very, very yeah. good. Um, I like the Clippers a lot. There, there's a bet, you know, you know me. I like Vegas. I like following Vegas. Yeah. There was a bet pre. I'll just say, there's a current bet. YouTube, hit me up with your thoughts. Even money. That a team. You get to choose. You take any team from California to win the finals. Or any team not in so, California. So we have the Warriors, the Kings, the Lakers, and the Clippers. That's correct. Even money. So it's how many teams in the NBA? 30? I think there's 30, yep. So it's four versus the 26 field. Correct. It's an interesting bet. Yeah. Where people are sleeping on the war, the Warriors are still going to be good. They'll still be good. Here's one thing that tips it for me: before Kawhi signed with the Clippers, that 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 bet was posted, and and California was an underdog. And now with Kawhi, they've sort of said that it's kind of leveled the playing That's field a, a little fun bit. Fun bet. It's man. a really fun bet. I, I, I I'm tending I'm tending to lean against a California team winning the finals this year. That's my personal opinion. I I if I had my pick right now, if I'm going to Vegas, this is this is where a video where uh, we might have to capture this later. If I'm going to Vegas, I'm putting my money on an Eastern Conference team to win the finals, the Bucks or the Sixers. I'd love it for the Celtics. I would love it if it was the Celtics. Yeah. I don't think they're quite ready. I think they need to make a piece a move for a big. Sure. But because. There's a couple reasons why I don't love the teams in the West. One, it's a gauntlet. I mean, one through eight is a gauntlet. So you gotta you got to beat the best to, just to get to the finals. Yeah. And games matter. Like, you saw LeBron miss a month, right? And they knocked him out of the playoffs. Sure. Kawhi goes down. They become a 5-6 seed. LeBron, you know, Anthony Davis gets hurt. Yeah. You know, are they, are they, do they make the playoffs? 
So there's just too much there's just too much variance in the in the West for me to say yes that team is definitely coming out of the West. I actually like the Jazz a lot. I think the Jazz made some great moves. Um, I think the the Blazers made some solid moves. You think you think the uh, Mike Conley Jr. is a big upgrade over Ricky Rubio? I definitely do. I definitely do. I think Rubio just wasn't like although he actually toasted Russell Westbrook two years ago. Sadly, uh, I just like that. I like that addition um i like that team there's some nice bench moves they made uh the trailblazers i mean one through one through six or it seven it really is a gauntlet nu- nuggets have got better dude the west you know, the, the nuggets west- have a, a porter jr coming out who could be a rookie of the year last year who's going to play for the first time if he's healthy he's not he's not, not healthy often the the but western conference in the nba is it's like a game of thrones it really is it's absolutely loaded it's like I know you're not really big into Game of Thrones, I'm, but I never, I've seen one episode. As far as <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine. <laughs> wait, wait a second! You stopped at one. I watched the pilot. That's it. Just to, just to know what was going on. Man, I'll tell you what, White Claw people at White Claw Productions or whatever the fucking whatever you call it, the distribution, whatever yeah. it is, you better watch out. This if guy, I had a White Claw, I'd be watching way more. I don't know, but you you watched one and weren't impressed. Now I no no, I'm going to be very very tough on White Claw. Look, for that's those, what I'm saying. For those of you who don't know. My wife and I, my wife works in wine. I spend many hours a day, many, many hours a day tasting things, spitting them. I'll spit this out on camera, but it's not good. <laughs> if it's not delicious, I will spit it out. I will ruin your rug. Um, but back to the, the West, to me, that's why I think like- you That's a lean, great gift, by the way. You lean, the, <laughs> you lean Sixers without the addition of Al Horford. Um, I like that piece a lot. Yeah. You know, the Bucks. If if Giannis can get some offensive skill sets, they're two games away from going to the finals last year. Yeah, got to think those teams are in the driver's seat to have a chance. To me, at four to one and maybe seven or eight to one, got to go with those teams. Yeah, what do you make of this new NBA rule about the challenge? The challenge. I like it. This happened this week. I like it. So, they coaches can now do in-game challenges. Am I correct on this? Yes. And what exactly is that? No entail? flags, unfortunately. I was kind of hoping there'd be like a the 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 buffoonery of the NFL flag is is part of the fun of a challenge in the NFL. It's, it's very theatrical. The, 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 the tuck under the the, the the in the sock, you know, like I love when coaches can't get it out. I've said this before. I think on this podcast, I, you know I, what the equivalent is? What's that? Uh, I know we're a family show, Tug, but the equivalent is like trying to put on a condom and like you're in the heat of the moment and it's like, ah, I, I don't like, you just, you, you know, you don't want to lose that moment. You're like in the game and there's 80,000 screaming fans and then, you know, you just do what I do. You just don't wear one. But anyway, that's, uh, this is, that's right. Right? That's right. That's why you don't throw the flag. I agree. Who who was the coach where it ruined? Was it Jim Schwartz of the Detroit Lions? Do you remember that one Thanksgiving where he threw the... It was something he couldn't challenge, and then, right. and then he right. got a penalty. That's correct. Which they, they, I think they've changed that rule. But you're right. There, there is. It might have been the same game that Harbaugh and him got into it. As a matter of fact, I think it was. Yeah. There, there's some sort of pageantry. To it's pageant, and I, I think that on flags in general. Why does why does a ref? I've said this before, but why do refs need to throw a flag? You just drop the flag. We we see that it's a flag. On the, what do you, you need to like remember that's why that one guy lost his eyeball when he threw it into his helmet. But you don't need to throw a flag. You're the you're the ref. Yeah, you know there's a flag on the field. Yeah, you just dropped it. What are we talking about? Anyway, the challenge rule I think is cool. I think it's a great idea. Too many of these games. So, so how's this going to work? Oh, apparently it's for like they can uh, challenge a goal, personal foul, yeah, goaltendings, 
out of bounds, goaltending, basketball interference. Okay, and then and I'm just I'm I'm it, it's just I don't know, man. The only rule I don't know is if you if you if is it like like the NFL if you get it right do you get the second challenge? You get another challenge. My my take on all this, which is an unpopular take, I, I think a lot of these things, and maybe it's not that unpopular, they slow down the game. I agree with that. Be, but because my, my gripe I've said for years about the NFL is, even with technology, they continue to get things wrong. The entire country will be watching a Sunday night football game. And you know, 90% of the fans are saying, what are you doing? And they continue to botch these things. You know... I agree with that, just but we've but they've already opened that door in the NBA with the the last two minutes and then go over to the yeah you know I don't this feel like should be a little bit cleaner I mean yeah NBA what two and a half hour game we'll get into your your soccer experiences but one of the beautiful things about watching international football I agree or soccer is that they end when you think they're going to end they start I, and they end when you think they're going to I end. completely agree yeah that's one of the the great things that it has going for itself, and and we'll, like you said, we'll talk about my experience at the uh, LAFC game last night. W- w- what is it? Bank of California Stadium? I don't know. Something like that. Shabelli. I don't know. Shabelli was into it. Was he into? I saw, I saw your Instagram story. I think he was dressed up, bro. He was like Raider Nation for LAFC. He was. He he had an extra scarf. He, <laughs> he, he goes. He goes. He texts me. He goes. You want me to bring a scarf? I'm like, look, dude. Technically, yeah. you know, I, well, you can't. It's out of the camera angle. Technically, I got the L, uh, the Cincinnati FC. Shout out to uh, I, I apologize for forget which dirtball sent that to me. But uh, do we want to just get into that, or are we wrapping up NBA talk? Anything else we want to talk about as far as they might? They, they've discussed. Prado and I have not gotten to this. They've discussed uh, changing the uh, number of games. I, I like that too. Fewer games. I mean. To, to me, when's the when's the when's the first day in the calendar year where you really want to tune into NBA? Christmas. Prano always says that, and I agree. It's exactly right. It's Christmas, not October. No, but, 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 but October is loaded with stuff. Football's in full swing. College football's in swing. We're, we're in the World Series, if not the playoffs. It's a good point. It's just too much. It's like, what what are we doing? So I think they're talking about going as low as fifty-eight NBA games. Yeah. That's low. I mean, the owners are they going to have a problem with that? Because I mean, I don't know how much money that they they lose in real real life with uh, the you know. But the thing the about stadiums the, and the stuff. Thing, yeah, but. the thing about the NBA is it's the same thing with the NFL. They have such lucrative TV deals. That's why all these NBA players are making all this money, right? One hundred percent. All these massive multi-billion-dollar. TV contracts. This is actually one thing I want to bring up with the, the before we move on about the West is, uh, you know, LeBron helped um, indoctrinate the idea of load management into the NBA, and we're going to see so much with the 82 game thing is why I'm bringing this up. 82 game season, we're going to see a ton of load management next year. Kawhi basically showed he could win a title by missing 20 some games last year. Just because of load management, I feel like you, you have you have young kids that shit in diapers. Do they have load management? I, they do not. We're teaching one to have lo- load management. Okay. We're, one one is learning. The other one has no clue. He's eight months old. Yeah. But 
the Lakers are, are going to be interesting to me. So, uh, two friends of mine who are very big Lakers fans are saying, "Are we going to are are we going to win the uh, like whatever the over is in our season win total for the Lakers? They're going to do it." I said, "I'm worried about it. They might win the championship, but I'm worried about it because they have so many guys that need to rest throughout the year. They got LeBron, Anthony Davis, Demarcus Cousins, who recently went vegan, Rajon Rondo, Kuzma. You know, who's a little gets you know not not a not a injury." A verse. Boogie Cousins is vegan? Yep. He just turned vegan. Lost some weight. Got himself... Uh, I I don't know how they do that and be athlete. There's three vegans on the Lakers. That'd be I'm tough. Gonna, just it's like shocking that they play in LA, right? So been, so fitting. They've been indoctrinated. They have three vegans on the Lakers? Yep. We look it up. It is... This is a text thread you have with somebody, but the vegans on the Lakers. It is. Uh, JaVale McGee... Kuzma, DeMarcus Cousins. I knew Kuzma would be one of them. The vegan trio. Kuz, McGee, and Boogie. That's right. That's a meme right there. I need to watch. We need to, you know, watch their injury status throughout the year. But um, anyway, NBA has been awesome. I would. I, I. I'm not. Not even a joke here. I would like to know their diet. Because when, when you're vegan, when you take that protein out, man. My niece is vegan. Well, they take their they put their protein in. It's just in different f- forms of protein. It's like not you know m- meat. I know I know that, but like from a like, a, like I would love to hear like from a dietitian like what's that meat versus that meat when you're running up and down a basketball court. You should bring a dietitian on dirty sports. <laughs> I think the dirt balls are totally ready for that. That's actually a great segue. We've really, we've really evolved. That's actually a great segue. The White Claw. What are we ready? Are we ready? Dirtball fam, are we ready for the White Claw debate? Claw, 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 claw. All right, Tug is gonna get the White Claw. Which let me let me let me turn you on the mic here, Aaron. You you've purchased a variety pack. Now now I just want to go over everything. Where did you get the variety pack at? I got the variety pack from my local Vons. Okay, your local Vons, which for people who don't know out, uh, who out who are not in California, that is a grocery store. Now, just I, I it's just, called a Safeway in in the East Coast. Yeah, the same company for all you East Coasters out there. I just want to, uh, I just because I'm curious about everything. This is basically we're gonna do a review live here on the show. What does this is? Uh, how many? How many are in here? Uh, you got twelve. Twelve. This is a twelve pack of White Claw. What does this run at Vons? Uh, about fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. So we have a variety pack. We have raspberry, black cherry. What what else we got in here? What's the appeal? Let's let's talk about for the very. Uh, Thank you. I'm totally new to this. Okay. So R- real quick, sell me on this. Real quick. Okay, yeah. Raspberry, black cherry, ruby grapefruit, and natural lime. And, and before we get Correct. back to those questions, there was a poll. Shout okay. out Jack LeBeau. Um, four hundred people. Voted on this, and they said that their favorite or the, the the flavor I should try is black cherry. Okay. Second would be mango, which we don't have. We'll have to save for another episode. Ruby grapefruit, and then lime. So um, we're gonna go in reverse order and taste black cherry last, because a lot of people hit me up and said you gotta try black cherry. That's the one. That's the one. So we'll save that for. Last. I think we need to get you a bucket to spin it. I'm gonna get a spit cup. I'm gonna get a spittoon. Well, we actually have shout out to you have a dirty sports spittoon. Shout out to Gino from Reno. We have you could 
I have a bucket, like a Miller Lite bucket or something. You could just empty. It's full of koozies. Um, uh, sure. I think for or else do a glass. I don't, but I'm, in all seriousness, you're, you're not you're not a drinker. No. We just make this clear. No one is pushing you to have these drinks. What? Well, this we is, think maybe you, if you want to sniff it or swill it and spit it out. I don't want to. I don't want you to. I don't want to cause any problems. Well, this is what I want to explain. Moral code. I, I think a lot of people were lost in that. Yeah. I have not drank a full beverage for over five years. I want to make that clear. Uh, I take sips all like not all the time, but yo, bro, I take sips all the time. <laughs> if I'm if I'm at a, a bar and somebody orders a mixed drink or a beer, and I'm curious how it tastes, I'll take a sip. My buddy got married in March. I was the best man. I had half a glass of wine for the yeah, toast. toast. Yeah. So I, it's I think Dirtball saw this, and I saw a lot of tweets. I did too. You know, from Jesus. And uh, A. Millie down in Louisiana, they thought, like, I'm not wasting my sobriety because, guys, I've still taken sips. I'm not, nothing against these people. I'm not, Aaron and I were kind of laughing about this beforehand. I'm not the AA person who, I couldn't tell you the number of days and chips and all that. Nothing against those people. But the point is, I'm not going to have, or maybe I am, half of half a can of White Claw and then turn into an alcoholic. Listen, maybe, maybe. You're, you're an adult. I, I, I'm just saying that we, you know, we as a, you know, a fellow dirt ball, we care about you, and we just make sure that you're doing this, uh, you know. Yeah, I appreciate uh, the right that. Way, though. Okay? I appreciate that. I am, I am, you know, I do consume alcohol, and I have two kids, so I'm going to be drinking all of these, and whatever's left over, I'm also going to drink. Yeah, of course. Because I biked over here. Yeah. And I can just walk home. Yeah. So I'm ready to rip into it, but I need to know first and foremost before we dig in. I think we need a couple spit cups for sure. Let me get some spit cups. But you talk to us about talks about what makes these things so hot. Like what 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 is it? Give us a sell. So some people like they like sugary drinks and whatnot. For me personally, I hate sugary drinks and whatnot. And uh, that's the, that's like the biggest part of the appeal for me is that they're they're so low in sugar. But they still taste good. And when I usually go out, my drink of choice is something simple like a vodka soda. And this is kind of like the closest thing to it. I also love to uh, drink more than just a couple beers. Like I like to throw some back and uh, without getting extraordinarily full for no reason. And, uh, and this prevents that. These are pretty light. And you can, you can drink them and it gets to the point where it's like, okay, damn, I've kind of had a lot of these. I should probably uh, pay attention to this because you just don't realize. You'll just keep drinking them because they, they taste so damn good. Uh, but they're also strong enough to where it's like, all right, cool. I'm not like drinking something totally pointless. Like I'm drinking and I'm actually consuming alcohol. It's not just, you know, some, okay, well, some 3% nonsense. Well, let's get to the actual debate, which was also lost in the mix. Before we start drinking these, I went and re-listened today the entire White Claw discussion. And <laughs> Wow. Amazing life. It, well, it wasn't too bad. It was, uh, I, have it, I have it up on my uh, whiteboard. It was about, it's about 13 to 14 minutes. I stand by my take, Tug. Do, do you want to hear my take as you open those up? I do. My, my take is this, guys. I think sparkling drinks are lame. This is where Tug and I are going to disagree off the bat. He likes Perrier. I think people who order <laughs> sparkling water, are that's a bitch move to me. It's a total bitch move. Just order water. So my, my take on these, down, please. on these beverages goes beyond alcohol. It basically is, but why? Can you tell me why? Why sure. is it? Like, I just think it's a bitch move. But that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's just how but I am. You just think. Listen, I think I think uh, I think ordering a Perrier 
at a bar is a bitch move. You just don't find a sparkling drink refreshing? No, never have. You know, and you've ever been to Europe? Yeah, of course. Do you drink a sparkling beverage there? No. Still, you're a still guy. I lived in, I lived in Spain for four months. Traveled Europe for four months. Shout out to, hey, one year ago today, guys, I just want to say this. I ran in Pamplona with the Bulls. One year ago today, Josh Norman tried to steal my thunder by jumping over a bull. I did that last year. So shout out my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just want to say that's where a lot of this stems from. And I think that's weird. It's a weird take. I mean, I agree with Joe to the sense like that's not, it's a weird hill to die on. Um, I'm not dying. I just think it's a bitch move. I, 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 I think it's not as bitch as drinking a hard sparkling water. This is this is the way. You hate sparkling water. You hate sparkling water. Oh, I can't stand it. It's a bitch move. I love sparkling water. It's a bitch move. It's dude. so weird. I love sparkling wine. Sparkling. Oh no! Like no, ciders. No. Ciders are all right. It's a little different. Oh, oh okay. There's a modifier here, guys. We've got a modifier. This, this yeah. is this, this is water. So, yeah, so, so, that's, so hold on. So that's my first take. I just want to get that clear. That that's my first take. Is that I'm not a fan of the sparkling water. Never have been. Uh, I've always been a, a water guy. I just I, so so that's fine. But you alluded to it earlier. When I see a your epitaph is I'm a water guy. By the way, Great when enough. I see a sparkling water with alcohol, this is what I think of. I think of Zima. Yep. Bitch drink. I think of Mike's Hard Lemonade. That's when you're 16 and you think it's like I. I think of it on those wavelengths. What's the, what was the one from a few years ago where you would um, you would drop it on a friend and they have to chug it? Oh, Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, Smirnoff Ice. I still do that. Yeah. Same thing. I did that to my girlfriend on her birthday like Same two weeks thing. ago. So wait, are, 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 are these are these comparable? Like no, way different. Yeah. See, the appeal to these is. is the lack of sugar in them. It's it's like damage control when you're drinking because you already know alcohol's bad for you inherently. Uh, these are so low in sugar that it's like, all right, I'm not gonna completely fuck myself tomorrow and feel like shit all day. It's like, really, Aaron. Let's talk. Let's talk. Hey, I felt great the next day. Bullshit. Bullshit, dude. This is where I'm debunking this theory. <laughs> this, I was at work all day this, feeling this is, fantastic. This is my whole point. Th- th- this goes back to me, guys, and this is maybe an Andy Ruther thing. Uh, I don't understand over too, by the, way. the concept of Pass that one. going to get ripped and caring one. about your calories. Well, I, I like, like hold on. Let me let me. Just it's explain. not necessarily calories. I mean, no, I, no, no, but it is. But that's what you said. But that, but that's what everybody drinking the claw or even their Miller Lights say. I care. This to me, think about this. Think about this. Every I want everybody to think about this who's listening. You're telling me, I'm talking about when people binge drink. Dude, I'm going to have 20 fucking beers today, but I'm going to do Miller Lite because it's going to save me 500 calories. Who gives a fuck? Like, if you like Miller Lite, that's cool, but the thought of doing it to save and count calories is, by my Andy Ruther definition, a bitch move. You're counting calories while you're literally destroying brain cells. That's the, that, again, in my opinion is the equivalent of going to McDonald's, ordering a Big Mac meal, and getting a Diet Coke or a salad instead of your fries. 
It's a bitch. Dude, just go all in. When I go order pizza, I'm not like, mm, I'm going to have a large pizza, which is not good for my body. I'm not going to say, but give me the one with the... I'm, I'm not a bitch, dude. I'll just... I know I'm eating shit. But my thing is never calories. I've never, I've never been about calories. I, it's always you about said the carbs. Literally, just said it's about calories. No, no, no. You that just was said his it. thing. My thing's here's the thing. My thing's always about low carb, and I get that. In by doing low carb, low calories is kind of like a byproduct of that. So I usually look at the carbs, so which I get how it's, it's kind of uh, two sides of the same coin, in a sense. But uh, it's all about low carbs, and I know That's how you're low saying calories, just, tomato, tomato. Just right? go in. I know how you're saying, Whoa. saying, saying, just go in. But at the same time, there's the next day, I don't want to look back and be like, damn, I really consumed all of that on top of the fact that this is already not the best thing. It's just making it a steeper hill to climb back that, up to feel weird. better. That's right. weird you know? for me. That's let's, let's, let's taste the first one while we're, while we're having this discussion. Because I want to hear your take on that, talk. I do, and I, but I, want, I need to uh, start to drink. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna try. We're gonna try the natural lime. I think we should be opening all four of these at some point. But I think yeah, it's yeah. important to like start with the natural lime. My okay, well that's fine. That's great. That's great for you. Okay, so we're gonna start uh, with the natural yeah. lime. We're gonna start with this grapefruit one. Grapefruit is Aaron's favorite, so we'll do that second to last. And black cherry, which is the perennial favorite. So the so this one has two carbs and 100 calories. They all have two carbs and 100 calories. All right. So we started here with the natural lime. Here's a, here's a toast. Salute. Salute to you. To me, becoming an alcoholic again. Hold on. Hold on a second. Before we do this, let me just say this. We need to move these koozies, don't we? We need to move them out to the people. People can get these. Yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you get these? Well, well, first of all, well, if you leave an iTunes review. That's right. Nice plug, Tug. Thank you. If you leave an iTunes review or if you leave a screenshot with our sponsor. By the way, a couple of those are oh, yours. yeah. That's Shout awesome. Shout out to yeah. Matthew Zirkus, yeah, Matthew, his Matthew. podcast. Yeah, a couple listen, of those are I yours. Listen to it. It's great. Uh, Excuse us for dumping it out for this particular spittoon we got we have tons of we have tons of koozies in there i I even keep notes from the dirt balls in there oh that's awesome okay so we have the lime drink and nothing's uh, going in here don't worry yeah i'm I'm gonna take a uh, sip of it just as i thought (laughs) you're incredible your palate is incredible sparkling water Eh, eh. I'd rather have a regular water. Let me, this is just the lime, though. Give it a chance. Here's mine. Nope. Nope. Okay, take me through your thought process. Here's my thinking on this white claw. This is not, this. This is the first flavor. It's not for me. And this is the least. This is the least popular, I think, of the four. Okay. This feels like. Um, like if you were to drink like a vodka soda with lime that was completely watered down, like there was no, there's you know, it's just there's no there's no taste. It's all like yeah. Let me take another sip. Maybe if it's like ninety five degrees out, like it is all over a lot of the East Coast, and I'm, I'm maybe into this, but um, so you're not feeling it. This one, this one is not. This one is not for me, and I think part of it is the fact that the, the sugar. There's not there's not any sugar. I agree. Like they, they need sugar. It's a like, good point. Like, you know what I mean? It's a good point. There's none. Part of the part of the fun of drinking these things is the sugar. Dude, that's what I've been saying. It's like a tweener. Like a vodka soda is a clean drink. I agree. And you know, you're getting a clean drink with a hint of lime. This is like this is, it doesn't know what it wants to be. That's my personal opinion. Am I still gonna drink it all? Absolutely. <laughs> and I and I, and I want to say something else as I see some of the comments and some of the tweets. I don't know how many times I can reiterate this. Guys, you can drink whatever you want. 
just like I can call you a bitch for doing that. Like, like, like it, it, it's weird to me, this, this, this rabbit hole we've gone down and I've seen the tweets and it's like, just like Joe and I call grown men who bring baseball gloves to a game a bitch, I'm saying this is a bitch move, in my opinion. You can disagree with me, but I'll tell you one thing, I still think it's a bitch move to drink this shit. And to be honest, I agree with Tug. It didn't taste that good. What this tastes like to me is just, uh, let me put it this way. My sister-in-law drinks sparkling water, flavored sparkling water. It's the same shit, dude. I go to her house, she'll be like, you want sparkling water? And I'll say, no, because it, does, it doesn't do anything for me. I'll just drink tap water. I want to make tap water great again. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, you know, you've insulted me by saying, you know, the fact that I drink Sparkling water is a bitch move. That's fine. I am on the other side of the spectrum where I agree with you. Uh, drink whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah. You bring this to a, a, a you know volleyball. Sure. I've never played spike ball. Have you played spike ball before? No. Another great white person thing. So I'm thinking about playing spike ball this weekend, and I think this might be an occasion where I'll allow myself to enjoy a natural lime white claw. What do you think, Aaron? Yeah, I think it's a it's a great bring, uh, beach drink. That's for sure. Uh, I got actually. Stang had a great idea from the comments. He was saying, can we get you guys to please rate each flavor 1 to 10? Let's do it. Let's and up, I think you're also... What's up with the next one? You guys are... Uh, what, what are you rating the lime, then? I, I, well, I need, I need a base. That, that to me, is... Um, I'm, not, I'm not prepared to rate that one yet. I need to taste the second one before I can okay. compare them. All right, so what are we doing next? Let's do, um, uh, let's do uh, raspberry next. Raspberry. Raspberry next. All right. I think you guys are also discrediting the fact that it's, it's 5% alcohol. So you say it's sparkling water, but it's kind of cool to have sparkling water that's also 5% alcohol. Which then just, just proves... But I think also, that just proves my point. Make a vodka tonic. Make a vodka soda. But this is convenient. Well, that, 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 there's some... It's, Can we address this? I'm sorry. I'm going to get worked up. It's convenient. I'm going to look into the camera for this one. If you think it's too difficult to fucking grab some ice, put it in a cup, pour vodka in a cup, then pour tonic or soda water, and then maybe possibly slice up a lime if that's too difficult this idea of convenience is fucking ridiculous well andy it's ridiculous you're drinking in your own house so of course but i do hear aaron's point to say you go to the beach convenience of not having to make a cocktail at the beach versus having one in a cooler is it's a plus for white claw okay sure you're being too hard on white claw you're being way too hard Okay. The convenience thing is a ridiculous argument. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think, look, canned beverages are awesome. Uh, wine, wine is moving into cans. Tasteless canned beverages. Well, well, well hold on. We, we weren't the biggest fans of the lime. Let's try raspberry. Interesting. I see, I see the motion going on in Tug's head as he, as he, as it hits his palate. I think there's, yep, I'm, I'm, it hits me more in the mid palate, guys and gals. Um, as getting... if there's any woman watching this. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. Um, make sure you get this one, Aaron, um, and post it on my Instagram story. Um, I like this one better. This has turned into an episode of The Real Housewives. This is like a. This is basically a Real Housewives. This is what. This people, is midsummer. This is what you guys, guys, you all know this as well as I do. This is the worst time of year for sports. I know. Unless it's you're so following funny. Wimbledon, which we'll get into in a second. Yeah. Or the British Open, um, but 
I need your analysis of the Raspberry White Claw. Wait, this is an improvement. Or do you want me to take my sip? This is an improvement on, on the lime for me. Go ahead. It's an improvement. It's a slight improvement. I agree. My, my, my issue is It's just so bland. It's bland. It has an artificial raspberry thing that I'm not really into. It's, it's like I know they're pumping the gas uh, into us. And we're and we're buying it. I didn't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting. Do you want, do you want to hear my? Do, do you want to hear what I'm? Sugar. I'm figuring out. Most what? of the people defending White Claw are, like I said, they are thirty and under, mostly twenty five and under millennials who haven't eaten or tasted, experienced life. Right. So, so this is my theory already, Tug. You're, you're such like a get off my lawn right now. No, 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 no. no. Hold on. I'm you're, not, I'm not so a get, off, get off my lawn. I'm not a get off my lawn. Let me finish my point. Yeah. My point is this. I was actually going to bring up myself as an example. Okay. My palate is much better. You drink tap water. <laughs> what are you talking about? You won't drink sparkling water. You drink tap water. How are you more refined? My palate, when it comes to food and drink, there's some amazing synergy kombucha in there. You and your green tea and your kombucha. Yeah. But my point is this. I drank alcohol until age 33. I lived long enough to try more things. These are young kids who are binging on it. They don't care for the taste. Just like I didn't care for the taste at 25, 26. That's my theory. I think, you know, I think part of this, which is interesting, is that my expectation was more is uh, the, like a Zima or a, a, a Smirnoff Ice, and I haven't gotten there with. Um, this is going to sound so dumb, but like what it just you know Smirnoff I think has a little bit more sugar in it. It just it just has a little bit more, you know, for lack of a better term, like a body to it. It's very bland. I mean, the word I, that keeps coming to my mind is bland. It's very crushable if you're on the beach, or I, I can see why people are into it. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I wouldn't want to go around. I don't know. I don't know if I. would I haven't found the beverage. I find yet. myself already being very burpy. I have, well, that's on you. But you're also a guy that can't run with water in his tummy. Refuses to run with water in his stomach. That's not true. That's a, it's a fact. I don't refuse to yeah, run. Well, whatever. All right, number All right, three. You're playing a Prano roll there with a few digs, I see. I know. Okay. Only because I love you. All right, Tug. Ruby Grapefruit, Aaron's favorite. Is this Aaron's is favorite? Is out there drinking is, yeah. with us? I hope so. Shout out to anyone out there also doing... The taste test challenge. I know we got one guy drinking this. It's actually uh, Bo's birthday today. He said he's drinking some claws for his birthday. So shout and out I to think Bo. Bo said, shout out Bo, happy birthday. I think Black Cherry's his favorite, so we're getting that last. I'm going to finish all these, though. Well, I'm only doing a couple sips, so yeah. we, we need to finish, uh, too. finish all the ones that I've opened as well. Kobe shot challenge. Okay. So now you have uh, opened. This is Ruby Grapefruit. Ruby Grapefruit. Here we go. This is a popular one. Here we go. But I want to I talk about Tug's technique while he No, drinks. here we go. No, we're getting somewhere now, guys. Guys and gals, we're getting somewhere with Ruby Grapefruit. I think we're going in the right order. So we're going from least popular, least tasty to the most tasty. This is a good one. All right, I have now opened the Ruby Grapefruit as well. By the way, I can tell that you this isn't your first rodeo with taste testing. Okay. 
So, so, I can just see it in your face. For those of you who know me, know that my wife and I co-own a wine bar in Santa Monica. My, my wife knows infinitely more about wine than I'll ever know. But I got to sit there and open the bar, open the bar, so I got to taste a lot of wine. Yeah. So I did, I did the whole... You want to hear another thing Andy Ruther doesn't like? Wine tasting? Uh, wine sipping? The, the swirling. The, now, now, I worked in a restaurant, right? <laughs> So we had to do this all the time too. Yes. So I worked at Hotel Oceana. I worked in the hotel. Who was our uh, distributor? Southern Wines. Of course. Is that is that the big one, right? Southern's the big one. So Southern would come in and they'd gather all the waiters and I waited tables there for, I don't know, three and a half, four years. So I did a ton of these tastings too. And when they would swirl it around, especially when we'd have guests, you, you, know, you, know, who was, you know who was bad one day doing it? And I hate to do it because I love him as an actor. He used to come in there a lot. Michael Keaton. Came in there and, sw- and then Michael, sloshed it around Michael a Keaton bit, huh? came in. He used to come in the restaurant a lot. Uh, low profile guy. Very nice guy. Good tipper. And he, he calls me over. He said, hey, man. What's, uh, you know, what's the deal? I it was a red wine. I don't know, I don't know what it was. Maybe, the, maybe a Coppola or whatever the fuck he was drinking. I don't remember. But, you know, he asked me. He's like, He's like, you should try this. I think it's off. I want to be like, listen here, Batman. I don't fucking know. To me, wine is all the fucking same. It was all stomped on by some dirty person's foot. And you guys are all... Drink wine is a bitch move. Or whatever your phrase is. I'm not ready to go that far. <laughs> but but this swirling around... You know, you know it serves a purpose, right? A bitch perfect. Yeah, there's a, exactly there it right. is. Okay, let, let me test. Let me test the test, test. ruby grapefruit. Let's get this on camera. It's definitely been the best, but but again, for me, I'm so drunk. By the way, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I it's it's very bland. Like I said, this to me now as a guy who drinks, do you drink flavored, sparkling stuff? It, 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 no, I don't. Okay. Because to me, this tastes like any other flavored sparkling water. I'm starting to come around to Aaron's line of thinking, though, and maybe it's because the, the alcohol is kicking in. I don't. I would never normally drink sparkling water that's flavored, but you're getting five percent alcohol. You're getting some booze injected into the system. So, okay, so it's a hundred calories. Two carbs. Miller Lite is 96 calories. Tastes much better. Much better. There, uh, um, I'm not a Miller Lite guy. There, there's a... I'm not the biggest Miller Lite guy either, but there, there's a taste to it. It's a beer. It tastes so much better. In fact, I, I would go on record saying... I'd say most of those light beers, which I looked up today, are all around the 95, 96 calories. Taste better than this. You're getting shit-faced... On sparkling water at the beach versus Miller Lights at the beach, sparkling water, bitch move. Not getting full though. They're both about, they're both about the same amount of calories. So what are we what are we discussing? Full Miller Light actually has less calories. Carbs, carbs, bro. Carbs. All right, let's do the last one. Okay. This is a shout out, Bo. Happy birthday, bud. It's your favorite. Let's do it. A little disappointed that Bo drinks this, by the way. I like Bo. Bo's great. But come on, Bo. All right. So this is the black cherry. 
All right, I'm going to go first here. Tug is uh, he's getting in the zone. Get this for me. I really want to get in this. All right. This is the this is a, this is what everyone says is their favorite. Every yeah. single person I've ever talked to about White Claw says this is their favorite. Here we go. This is my favorite. The black cherry. This is the best one. Yep. Why? Um, it has the it has the closest resemblance to what we think is sugar. You know, it's almost tricking us to think there's a little sugar. On the back end. Get in there. Let me see. Yeah, I can see why this is the favorite. It's almost like a soda, right? Like, there's like, a, like, a, like it's, a, it's getting there. Yeah. We, we've gradually worked our way up. It's for sure getting there. Hey, shout out to all the dirt balls who voted because that's, this is the correct order um, of the flight, if you will, of White Claw. Still not a fan. I don't think. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I would ever buy these. But if I was at a if I was at the beach, I would drink one. That's my that's my that's my stance on this. But but to me, that doesn't say much. You just said you would never buy one. Tug, if I was still drinking alcohol, if anybody gave me any beverage in the beach, I would drink it. You're at the fucking beach. Yeah, well, I'm saying that that's not a good vote of confidence. For let White me ask Ball. you this, Aaron. Let's hop back on the mic here because you're you're the fan. If you're buying, if you're buying alcohol for your apartment or house or wherever you live, mm-hmm. um, are you buying white cloth for the house just to have on a random Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or are you gonna like? Are you gonna have beers or make or make a margarita for yourself? Majority of the time now, it's white claw. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I also, I mean, I have the uh, the Costco size pack of of like the Michelob premium gold ultras but let me explain super light beer you you care that much like your 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 physicality you're like your your physique matters do you you. know what he does with his pizza he doesn't even eat pizza he he will scrape off by the way guys this is the guy vouching for white claw love aaron but this is your guy he would take a pizza slice scrape off let's say it's pepperoni and sausage scrape off the top cheese the pepperoni sausage cheese that's it this is your this, white claw advocate. This is true. I do do that. So I'm just saying. It's very interesting that you just you just have a you just have a fridge full of white claw. Yeah, a fridge full of white claw. Aside from that, I'll drink vodka. I'll drink tequila with uh, just some sparkling water, or I'll or I'll mix it with white claw. I usually chase it with white claw or mix it with white claw. Yeah, I usually so do both. Let me ask you this: you uh, you you how long you, how did you ever have? Smirnoff ice in your fridge. Were you drinking Smirnoff ice on a Tuesday, Thursday, you know, Wednesday night? I never drink Smirnoff ice by choice. I always just get iced, and then I'm like, "Fuck!" And then I got to drink it, uh, or I'll ask my friends, one or the other, yeah. you know, or even like I said, I asked my girlfriend uh, not that long ago. So, how long do you think, in your estimation, does White Claw have currency? Is this is this a drink? Is this a, is this a Miller Lite for our future? Are we going to see this? Uh, in I certainly f- hope so. I think it is because everyone's bitches now. I think the bitch movement has overtaken our country. Oh my god! Bitches! The Andy transition to Walt <laughs> 2.0 is happening before our eyes. Yeah, I saw he, that. Yeah, he's turning into the Hulk right now. Um, no, I, I think it will though. I think if you look at how health conscious people are these days and, and think about what they're putting in their that's, body, that's hilarious. I'm health. It goes back to my point. I'm health conscious. I'm gonna drink thirty of them. But you don't. But you don't have to just fuck yourself over every time you drink, Aaron. Granted, I'm not the best example. There's no of that. T- l- l- again. Let me reiterate. 
from two old ass dudes. There's no fucking taste to this. If you're sitting at the beach, cool. Tug just said he would never buy one. And obviously Tug's not speaking on behalf of everybody. But the only people who should drink this, these are my only okays without calling you a bitch. Women and gay dudes. That's it. That's dumb. Uh, you know, I don't think, I don't, their palates are not any different than, well, maybe some of them are, but. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I, it's pretty much what I, what I believe. But I'm, I'm also a person that I'm currently, just a little bit backstory on where I am. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm older. I have a kid. So I've been making a, a cocktails at my own house. That's where I, like, that's where I spend my time. So I'm, I'm in the full cocktail experience. I'm not interested in like a... But again, Tug, the people who are talking about this are normally, I'm assuming, and I, I bet I'm correct, a lot of people binge drinking. And if, if they're not then you just don't have a good palate because this this is it's sparkling water it's flavored i i would rather i would actually this is this is true i'm not just saying this i would rather have non-flavored sparkling water than flavored i think for, i think flavored sparkling water it just it has a fake sugar taste to it i don't i don't disagree i i, I don't i agree let me ask you this uh, people on youtube do you guys drink sparkling water too let me know yeah. They also drink sparkling water, or is it just about the White Claw? I do also drink sparkling water, at least for me. Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah. you're, because you're, you're obviously, you know, a well adjusted, smart person. I'm like, Ruther. <laughs> what are some of the comments saying? What's going on out in the world? Like, let us know. Keep get, uh, update so us. What, people are still waiting on the, the one through 10 reviews God, per flavor. Let's do it. So, Thank so you we so need much. that. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Nice work. Now, now that we've tasted everything, it's, I think it's fair to rate them. So, I'm going to start with the beginning. I'm going to rate mine on a scale of one to ten bitches. <laughs> and I really want to Aaron Rodgers this and like chug it. Um, but I'm not going to. Uh, okay. Yeah. Lime is first. Now that, you know what's funny? I'm coming back around on Lime. Lime's a ten. They're all tens. Four tens. No, this is. Um, you had me for a second. I know I did. I tricked, I tricked you. What was two? Raspberry? I think we're going to go with like the order in which we tasted. The order in which we tasted is the quality of the White Claw. So we went lime. I'm going to give lime a three. Okay. I'm going to give raspberry a four. I'm going to give ruby grapefruit a six. Ooh, big jump. And I'm going to give black cherry a seven. Okay. Um, Where I would say... Eights and nines would be like nines, like a like a Miller Light. Tens like a Coors Light, in my opinion. These are all the comps. I'm a Coors Light person. You're a Coors Light guy. Yeah. Andy, what do you think? I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to drink everything again because you know we got to get me under control here. Smart. Can't be having. Thank you. Can't be having seizures on air. Thank you. The threshold's a little higher than the non-brain injury guy, so something I got to watch. Uh. I don't, you know, I don't disagree with a lot of those, but like I said, I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of flavored sparkling water. So it's like, you know, I, I wouldn't go above a five on any of these. Wow. Wow. Even if there was no alcohol, in it, I just want everybody to know, like, like, like that's what's so weird to me is that, uh, 
I don't think people really like the taste. I think it's this this weird carb, and it's it's. They, I'm sure they've done a brilliant marketing job, right, Tug? Of, they have. Of it's it's not it's not alcohol, right? Like it's it's. You're the young person who's like, dude, it's just sparkling water, but I get fucked up on it. Look, nobody really wants to taste the alcohol. That's that's like most people who drink don't want to taste alcohol. Unless you're like t- tasting a good whiskey or a good bourbon, people don't drink. That's why tiki drinks are so popular. You know, like pina coladas, pina coladas, margaritas. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a big reason why I like these because me being a sparkling water fan as it is, this is a pretty comparable to a regular sparkling water plus the five percent alcohol, and that's like the biggest appeal to me is the fact that it has that five percent kick to it that I wouldn't otherwise get from just normally sipping on sparkling water at home. And how old are you? Uh, 20, 26 now. 26. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like prime time uh, binge drinking. That's what I'm saying. Page. But that's going yeah. back to my point. But I also want to reiterate, and I'll ask you, and maybe this is just me. And if it is, fine. It's just me. Never in my fucking life, from drinking from ages 16 to 33, did I ever, not once, no, when I was going to a tailgate, a pool party, a beach, whatever it was, never once when I was like, I'm getting fucked up, was I like, better count my calories. That is, without a doubt, a bitch move. Is bitch move, B-I- is bitch move a new slogan? T-C-H move. That is a bitch fucking move. You're binging all day, all fucking night, whatever it is. That's a fucking bitch move to count your calories when you are literally killing your brain cells. I don't get that. I will say this. That's weird to me. As a person who has had a lot of cocktails or drinks in his past, if I'm on the if I'm drinking beers, I don't like once you start drinking beers, I think the calories stop counting. Like you're just you're just all in. Well, apparently it doesn't. I agree with you. But if I'm going, if I when I was in New York or I'm going to a club in LA, which has, hasn't been in a year or two, it's it's usually vodka sodas, like because you can you can do more of them. Okay. So I I don't want to say maybe it's not the calories. It's the it's the it's the and, I, and this might be an old wives' tale. But it's the, it's like the lightness of it because well, I love or the, the vodka sugar because sometimes you have hangovers. Oh, the sugar kills you. Start you start doing the sugars. Yeah, and that's the worst what you're hangovers. worried about. So you do like you stick you stick to one drink and it's usually the mixers a lot of times that kill you. So yeah, well, like perfect example. Fourth of July, I came over, and I had the greatest four hundred white claws. I had so many <laughs> white saw, claws. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were, yeah you and were I was chasing on. my I was chasing my, my <laughs> yeah. bottle of vodka with the white claws. And the next day, I was at work uh, for damn near eleven hours. The next day, and I was fine. I was good. Like and I had a, kind of a rough morning. Hold on, then I was okay. Hold on a second. You were not fine. You couldn't find, just say it, because you said it to me before we went on air. The reason, I thought he was having sex in my apartment with his lady. The reason he was gone for 20 minutes, he got lost in my building for 20 minutes. Easy to do. I did, yeah. I got lost. Easy to do. I I thought I knew where I was going, and we ended up on the far right corner going out towards Main Street. Uh, So, but my point is, you weren't fine. You you were drunk, and I don't care. But 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 that's part of the point, is that I was drunk. Like, I wanted to be. And I meant that I was fine the next day. I didn't have this massive hangover as if I just got done slamming a bunch of Jack and Honeys, a bunch of uh, Jaeger bombs or, or some shit. It's like I just had like a normal my normal vodka soda drink that I would normally have. I had that uh, just in a uh, in a more convenient version in a can that I could 
just dispose of easily afterwards. Okay. Uh, they're easiest. They're, they're, I love the disposing of a can. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got to deal with the bottle. The drinkability is something. You know something. what I mean? It's like, <laughs> these, are my all, my these are all factors. It's in a can I can dispose of it easily. Yeah. So hey. you have to. Also about the environment. Yeah. Uh, no, but think about it. I mean, think about it. It tastes like sparkling water. They're easy to drink. Uh, easy to binge drink. Easy to play drinking games with. They are uh, 5% alcohol. They're low in sugar. You're not going to feel full as shit after, like, you just got done chugging six Miller Lights. You know, I, I can drink all 12 of these, and I would still not feel as full as I, as I but, finished but that's, four again, Miller Lights. That's confusing, again, because, again, it actually has less calorie. Miller Light has less calories. But it's not about calories. The bottom line for you is you just don't like the taste. That's, that's well, fine. Well, the, the bottom line for me is the two things which I'm still standing by is, one, the taste, but more importantly, this idea of counting your calories or carbs especially when binge drinking is hilarious to me it's absolutely wild like it's i just don't get it i don't get the person who orders five slices of pizza with a salad like dude you you've already wrecked that i also tonight. think you're looking at it from the wrong angle because i grew up also with the whole binge drinking thing so i know i'm gonna binge drink regardless it's like i might as well help myself as much as i can to an extent then don't drink and, and but that's not an option come on I mean, so so this is where I'm at. Where I think these are the best option now because it, it tastes like I'm drinking sparkling water, easy to drink. I'm not gonna feel like I need to throw up instantly afterwards because I just got done. Like if I I can shotgun a white claw much easier than I can shotgun a beer. Shotgunning a white claw? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. No, so what what are the like are the are the are the drinking games of the you the, of today the, still the, the same staples? Like what are the drinking games of today? Probably. Uh, I mean, I grew up. Through college, playing, of course, beer pong. Yeah, uh, you play. They call it bitch like, pong when you was, play was, with fucking yeah, white claw. With white was flip cup more popular? Yeah, than no, beer flip cup's popular, especially when you get a lot of people and, yeah, and you want to get everybody involved. Uh, yeah. Things like rage cage, we'll call it stackers, uh, four banger, um, nope. beer die. Can you imagine? Can you imagine these fucking bitch ass kids in college? Can you imagine them being like, "Oh, I'm not playing beer pong with that beer because of calories." You guys are fucking weak. You're incredible. No, no. But it's not you're calories. just like the angry uncle. I'm like, not this, angry. I'm not angry. No, angry I'm, I want an angry uncle it's, t-shirt. Tug, it's not angry. I'm saying it's a bitch move. Just like somebody can call me a bitch for eating kale salad. I'll accept it. They can say, hey, Ruther, that's a bitch move. See, that's, a, that's the difference. A guy brings a baseball glove to a game. A guy wears a Dodgers jersey to a fucking Reds Pirates game. That's a bitch move. A guy orders a white claw at a ball game. I'm be like, that's a bitch fucking move, dude. You order a Zima, a fucking whatever this shit was back in the day. It's the same shit, man. It's all bitch moves. <laughs> in my opinion, you guys can go drink your white claw. You can count your calories when you're drinking all day. Dude, that is the funniest shit ever to me. Counting calories while drinking. My, my, my thinking on white claw, this is, this, I mean, look. I don't know anyone... Affiliate with White Claw. My, to me, this is like this. This hit the market huge. The last ten days, I've never heard it before. I saw it on people's Instagrams. Yeah, I think I saw it at. A, I'm sure it's massive. I, I haven't seen it before at a party or something. To me, this is something that like they're gonna sell this so fast to Coca Cola or something. The, I, I saw I saw a tweet that said it's actually for the last seven months it's out, it's outsold all beer. Yeah, they're, someone's gonna buy it and they're gonna get out and they're like see you later. I think Darren Ravel actually wrote that uh, tweet. Actually, yeah. Um, I'm sure it will. It's but to me, it feels like a, to me, it feels like a fad. Maybe I'm wrong. It feels like a fad. 
but I wish him the best, and I wish I invented it. Because I wouldn't be on this goddamn podcast. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I had no clue how many bitch move people there were out there. There's just millions. So, and yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, especially at that age, I'm sure women love it. I'm sure women love it. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely love a good, a good craft beer. You know, don't, a, good, don't, a solid don't, brew. Don't, don't try to hedge. Don't try to hedge. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Don't I still hedge. do. Like, don't I'll do go, the hedge. I'll go don't down do to it. the dudes, and I, you know, I'll try. I'll try all the good beers I got there. Why not? I still love to try a good beer, but at a certain point, you know, the, the Miller Light, the Coors Light, uh, they just they just don't do it for me right now. And and these do. And I like to you know I like to catch a good buzz. You know, occasional nights, you know, whatever, just at home. So this does it. I love it. I love it. Anything? What are the Instagram or the YouTube guys saying? Let's see. They uh, earlier were asking for the rankings. Yep, got them. Asked if we're going out after this, which I'm yep. not. I'm I not am. not down. I'm going out. Let's go out. We're going out. Yeah, let's go out after this. I, well, if we go to Townhouse, they're not going to be selling white claws. I'll tell you that much. So you think? No, well, I know. There, I know that you put that, that guy with his with his hipster mustache is going to look at you and be like. Dude, do you want fucking Jameson? What the fuck is White Claw? White, White Claw is like, I feel like when you drink a White Claw, you have to be watching E. Like, E has to be in the background. The Kardashians <laughs> or maybe a, a Real Housewives, maybe Bravo Channel. I feel like that's what it is. I did get a, a nice tweet from Stanga saying, twerks, defend your White Claws unlike the land that was stolen from you. So oh. I think maybe this might be some, uh, some, some built-up anger, you know? Just fighting for my people. But Tug, I, there's, there's not anger in me. I just think people were, it's a bitch move. It's not anger. I feel, just, I feel though, like my ball went over your fence and I asked you for it and you literally streamed it off my lawn. How? But it, it's, it's me sharing my opinion, guys. That's not anger. It's, it's, it's me giving my take of, I think this is a bitch move. Yeah, but why do you care? I was asked about it. We're discussing it. That Tug, that's like saying, why do I care when a grown man brings a ball, ball glove to a game? Why do I care? Why do I care when a guy shows up at a Dodgers game wearing a Giants jersey and the Giants aren't playing? Why do I care? You could say that about anything in life. Why do I care? Yeah, but you, you seem like a guy that's like, uh, you know, if, 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 you don't mess, if you don't bother me, I'm not going to bother you. So what, you know... I don't care, but but this this was you can drink whatever you want, but this was brought to our attention because he brought a bunch of white claws, and then it turned into a discussion last podcast. I what's Prano's stance? He liked them, but Joe had, Joe had also probably never had one. Joe's stance. No, he, when I first mentioned him, he he mentioned how he's had them before, and he said, oh, "Yeah, they're, they're fine." Uh, his stance was very similar to yours. How if he's out by the pool, he'll like them. Uh, of course, they're convenient. Uh, it's easier than a mixed drink, and uh, he's not going to prefer it over like a Miller Light. Um, but he's, he's also not going to turn it down if the option's there, and especially like when you're out in the heat, it's it's nice. I've just decided I've up, I've upgraded over Miller Lite. I would take this over Miller Lite. That's 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 okay. That's a note. You do you. I will. Who, who knew the White Claw discussion would last so long? It's great. What else do we got? Can we, can we just can I give, can I get my two minutes on Wimbledon? You can do that, but Tug, I want to talk about something that's even better than White Claw, which everybody can use. SeatGeek! Oh, shoot. I used SeatGeek last night. Me, Shabelli. Oh, okay. we're going to go there. We're talking about this now. Let's do it. We'll, we'll do it after, after no, the let's ad do, Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. 
I love SeatGeek because you can see exactly where you're going to sit. And uh, I used SeatGeek last night to go to the LFC, LAFC Portland Timbers game. And guess where else I'm using SeatGeek? You guys are going to love this. This might be too young for Torx with Wolves. I, Saturday night, 7 p.m., Irvine Amphitheater, I think that's what it is. I'm heading down to Orange County to see MC Hammer, Two Live Crew, Tone Loke, Biz Markey, a bunch of other acts using SeatGeek. You going solo? I, I got a crew. I got a few few of us rolling together. Amazing. You know how much tickets are? Tickets are going as low as $34 to get real close to the stage on SeatGeek. I was checking it out today. Guys, SeatGeek, only place you should get your tickets. I get a soccer game and an MC Hammer concert the same week. SeatGeek will even give you $10 off on your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code. So download the SeatGeek app and use our promo code DIRTY today. That's D-I-R-T-Y for $10 off on your first purchase. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. I want to say one thing. Can I, can I go back to the, the, the White Claw? Go ahead. I want to. I want to. I want the opportunity to reevaluate the White Claws after I drink all four of these. I want the opportunity to reevaluate them in the morning. Just like Aaron said, he goes to work the next day, spends eleven hours working, no problem. That to me is a testament. I will upgrade the White Claw if I can pound four to eight of these. Oh, oh, Tug's <laughs> Tug's eye and mine just sitting on the floor. <laughs> I saw that little eye. Uh, and, and and wake up feeling great. If if that is the case, then I'll be like a white claw. Well, my uh, question to you is: Would you feel bad if you had four to eight Miller Lights yes. or Bud Lights? Probably. Oh, totally. The Probably. I mean, just just the bloating the next you just day. Feel sucks. kind of sluggish. Yeah, the next day I feel like just, my stomach's a block, and I hate it. It's the worst. I'd be burping all night. That's just me. I'm already burping. Yeah, well, I think you're a burper anyway. Well, I don't. I don't drink. The truth is, I don't drink much uh, carbonation. Like, obviously, ever. Yeah. Well, we've you've, you've like, made like, that known. Just so everybody knows, we've done this whole joke of Ruther's high end soda. The truth is, I haven't bought soda from Trader Joe's in two years. Now, may I do? I might do YouTube videos where I'm rating sodas every week because that would be kind of funny to me. But I'm not. Okay, I'll just let me just be honest on everything. I've never been a soda guy ever, really ever. Not big time at all. Never? Like even when you were a teenager? Not even as a teenager. Dude, I have been H I have been team H two O. Okay, so I have this thing. It's 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 an O C D thing. Yeah. You wanna yeah. hear it? No. It's uh No. Yeah, I can be O C D. I I like to have a clear stream of urine. So I drink too much water. Like I don't like any sort of coloration in my urine. <laughs> this is so I overdrink water. Like today I ran and I wasn't drinking enough water. I did like, you know, humble brag, like, you know, easy six miles. And uh, I wasn't drinking enough water. So I noticed a couple hours ago my, my urine was too yellow for me. So I just started chugging water the next couple hours. Now, is this because you don't like the color or because you know your body has not been hydrated enough? Is that why? And then Yeah, it's the, it's the hydration. It's, yeah, okay. I'm big on hydration. Yeah, you care, you care for yourself. It's the same thing. You and Aaron are saying the same thing. You want to care for yourself, and so does Aaron. Aaron wants to do it by drinking white But cloth. see, I'm a big all-or-nothing guy. Aaron and I discussed this before yeah. the show. I am uh, I'm the guy who will 
just destroy food that's unhealthy and not back out of it. I'm also the guy, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but I'm the guy who, let's say I make a regrettable decision hooking up with somebody. I'm not the guy who hooks up and is like, oh, I'm repulsed at myself. I'm like, let's knock it out as much as possible. We've already done it. I'm a big bang for your buck, return on investment. ROI is important for me. Very important. And that's why why I love... uh, I love marijuana and I love edibles. I've, I've grown to love that stuff. Dude, I can eat a five milligram gummy. I'm such a lightweight bitch. I'm a bitch when it comes to that. And the return on investment is amazing for me. I feel great for hours. Since we're talk- since we've moved on to that, that's a quick question. I was biking over here, as everyone knows. Do you have a weed shop that you go to? Is it the one that's on the corner over there? I or? go across the street because it's convenient. Yeah. It's not the best shop. It's not the best price. But the fact that it's it's convenience, yeah. kind of like convenience of you know right. I would never have to go into my fridge to make a vodka soda. Tug, do you agree with that? When you finish, when you finish drinking a beer, do you crush the can? No, you don't. That's just me. <laughs> I love doing that. That's a no. I, I, I right. saw you. Maybe do it. maybe there's any dirt balls going to agree with me, but whenever I finish drinking a beer, chugging a beer, if it's not a shotgun already. I just love crushing the can. It's something so <laughs> something something so therapeutic about it. I'm just like fuck yeah. I, I just, love. I, I, I'm so angry in life like, that I like to. It's crush, not even that. It's just like, like to crush a can. It's not that. It's like it's like a self motivation thing. It's like, I just crushed that. I'm ready for more. Let's do it. You know what I mean? You're fuck hilarious. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> for me, I just crushed like, it. I know like how hard it's stuff. Yeah, you know, and I probably have just made this up, but like. I think recycling is like a really hard thing. So like I don't want to make the, the can any harder to recycle than yeah. it already is. I don't know. It'll probably crush it anyway, but that's just my own I thinking. have a theory on recycling too. No one does it. It's not real. I, I just I, I I mean I don't know. Like do we know if they're doing it? I don't. That would really suck, wouldn't it? It would. If we learned everyone's taking the time to put bottles and cans in a separate bin. Do you compost? I do. So how does that work? I have a, a bag that I put like food stuff in, and I comp and I put it in. There's like a green bin. And I compost it. Uh, you think they have that in Savage Town? <laughs> they have a crack. They have a crack post <laughs> yeah. in Savage Town. People just drop off their drugs. Uh, here's the deal. I want to talk about the LAFC. Before you do, can I just do Wimbledon? For oh two yeah, yeah, do Wimbledon. Give Sorry, my two minutes of Wimbledon for the four dirt balls out there. Love Wimbledon. Huge weekend. But like, people want to see you get ripped on White Claw, which I'm all for that, yeah, I'm, though. I'm almost there. I'm almost through number two, gang. Hey, YouTube, who's with me? Let's go. Raise them up. <laughs> uh, this is my Trubisky. Uh, our tongue chugging White Claw. Absolutely amazing. Let's go. Two down, two to go. Um, Wimbledon. Serena's in another finals. Yes, it's a very good finals, by the way. Um, so that's on Saturday. We have you know, a shout to Joe Prano because we got up for the uh, Nadal Federer 39 at the French at 4 in the morning. He's not here to do it with me tomorrow, so I'll be doing it on Twitter, I guess. Nadal Federer 40 tomorrow, the semifinal. Great match. Nadal is a slight favorite tomorrow, which scares me as a Federer fan. He uh, will play the winner of um, the of Djokovic 
Are you drunk already? Pretty much. I'm hammered. Uh, I was trying to stifle a burp is what it was happening. Yeah. Um, but you've I, been clawed. I've been clawed. I expect, as much as I am a fan of Federer, he's my guy. I went to Wimbledon last year to see him. Shout out Wimbledon. Um, I think Nadal is going to get through in, a, in an epic match to play Djokovic in another epic match on Sunday. And I think Djokovic will win on Sunday. That's my prediction. Serena, uh, she, she plays uh, Halep, who's also probably the best player in the game, I think. So it's a great weekend uh, for tennis. I'm, I'm still nervous Serena gets a tie. I think Halep might be the right bet for that game. We'll find out. I'd love to see Serena win. But uh, huge day. Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, three of the best players of all time playing yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, it's wild. People need people. Who I don't, don't, think they, I don't listen, think they appreciate this. No one appreciates this. Let me just say this: tennis is not appreciated because I think it's seen as a snobby country club sport. Do Do you agree? When you think of tennis, do you think of country club? Do you think of Do you think of elitist? Yeah. Do you? I I, th- I think people do. And here's why, and I agree with that to a degree. But the thing that's cool about it, there are very few sports that are mono mono. We talk about mono mono so much in our life. Everyone uses boxing analogies. Yeah. But tennis is the same thing. Yeah. It's 1v1. So I just wish tennis would get more respect uh, in the world of sports because it's one guy going against one guy, changing tactics, learning moves, trying to figure out how to beat this other person. It's a really special sport, and I just feel like, um, you know, Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic have combined 38, 15, 53 uh, Grand Slam titles. Like 53? Yeah. Federer has 20, Nadal has 18, and Djokovic has 15. For about 10, 12 years, Sampras was seen as the best player of all time. He had 14. Yeah, I know. I There's know three that. people in this era that have already surpassed Sampras. Now, the majority... How many? How Agassi many, has eight. How many of the Dows are uh, French Open? I think 11 or 12. I'm not sure. Uh, 11 or 12. And how many of Federer's are Wimbledon? I want to say eight. Um... So it's just it's just an amazing time. I think people should appreciate how great these guys are, and they're doing it like in an age where, when people are younger, tennis like you were great when you're 27, 28 years old. That was like your that was like prime. That was prime. You're yeah. done by 30. Sampras was on his on fumes when he won a U.S. Open in 2002, at like 31 or 32. Nadal is 33. They're still playing. Federer is like 38. So anyway, yeah. sp- special special time. And guys. Listen to Michael Costa's uh, podcast, Tennis Anyone. It's fantastic. He was on the the show we did with uh, Joe. But uh, if you have a chance to go to Wimbledon and you're a sports fan, you have to go because you can bring in you, you can bring in beers. You can bring in your own bottle of sparkling wine. You can bring in your own white claw, maybe your own pack of white claw. And you just go sit out there and watch people be the best in the world at their sport. It's unbelievable. You have to go. How much does that shirt cost at Wimbledon? Two hundred and sixty-five dollars. How much was it? I'm curious. Uh, I don't know. But, you know this is this is an extra extra large. This is how small people run in the UK, by the way. This is double XL. It also shows how fat we are in America. I'm I'm very fat right now. I'm very fat. Well, luckily you're drinking 
100 calorie yeah. white claws. I, Number three. I have, a, I have a question about Wimbledon. Yeah, please. I've only been to one tennis event in my entire life, and I think it was a, a high school match uh, between two pretty prolific schools from where I'm from. I wish I'd seen that. Um, but when you mentioned the elitist thing, I remember being there, and they had like snacks for the crowd. Whoa. And I was just like, what? They had like, like a, a cheese cracker tray with like, you know, salami and all that kind of shit. And I'm just curious, at Wimbledon, do they have anything similar to that for the crowd? The famous thing that Wimbledon is known for is strawberries and cream. Everyone gets it. You should not get it. You know what? You know why? Because you live in California. The strawberries in California are great. Are infinitely better than any strawberry in the UK will ever be. Oh yeah. Is so, it free? No, 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 no. Oh, no, see, no. these were free, and no, I was—I no. couldn't believe it. I was no, just, no, no, no. They, they, they do a great job of merchandising everything. Right, right. Of course, like everything. Um, and it was, you know, the pound. I think was was last year. It was still the the, the dollars doing pretty well, but everything costs money. Now, have you been to Masters? I have. Now, I saw a, a comment from my good buddy, Chad Cutter. He said, Masters is greater than Wimbledon. What's your take as someone who's been to both? Has Chad been to either? He's been to Masters, I think. So, I went to... The Wimbledon's closer in my mind because I went last year. I went, to, I went to the Masters in 2005... I went to a pra- I went to the Wednesday practice round, which has the par three tournament. The cool thing about the Masters is there's a lottery every year. I think they're just now giving out the announcements of whether you get you enter the lottery, and you get in, and uh, the the prices are like the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Arthur Blank uh, has reduced all the prices at the in the Atlanta games. Or like cokes are like regularly priced. Yeah, like the sandwiches and the beers and the drinks are all like two dollars. I love that. It's amazing. The love p- it. The pimento cheese. Yeah. It's like $2. It's really special. I mean, shout out Cutter. It's a great call. I think they're both bucket list events for people who, who love sports. I think the Masters is pretty special. I mean, it's hard. It's, they're, they're both. It's, it's like one and one A. Like, they, you can't comp- They're just, oh, they're both amazing. You know, going to Wimbledon, there's a view of London yeah. over the distance. You can see, you know, you can kind of see the London skyline. It's a great place to party, drink White Claw. You probably drink more White Claw at Wimbledon than you could in Augusta. So John Daly could drink 400. I got to say, say, because of that advantage, Wimbledon. John Daly would drink 400 White Claws. Yeah. He's probably a a, a minority owner. Well, we're talking sports events. I got to talk about last night's LAFC. You know what? I saw some... I saw some pictures last night. You were sending me some texts saying you're not going to believe... What I'm about to get into here. Well, no, no. It's it's nothing, you know, that's groundbreaking. I just... I've tried, guys. I've tried soccer a lot. Oh, no, no. Like, I've been to some cool bucket... You talk about bucket list events. Shout out to, you know, Michael Magid, who took me to 2016. Was it CONCACAF? I pronouncing it probably incorrectly. Is that a is that a bucket list? Do they conquer calf? Mexico USA at the Rose Bowl. That's pretty good. Fun event. It's good. I'm just saying. Yeah. Ninety thousand fans. Eighty thousand of them Mexican. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that yeah. atmosphere with them. Yep. Fun. I think the game went into overtime too. Fun game. But my point. That game. Then Michael actually also took me to LA Galaxy. Uh, now last night I go to LAFC. 
We lost a gold cup recently yeah. to Mexico, which is It's the same thing for me. I'll never be able to get into soccer because of the flopping. And, and I struggle with the flopping in the NBA. No, don't, don't give me this roll oh, eyes. Yeah. Don't roll your eyes. The gift of the eye roll. Don't, don't, don't roll your eyes. It literally ruins the game. Because this is what I'll say about soccer. I'm not going to just shit on soccer. I'm not going to shit on the event last night. Uh, there's a lot of things I loved. Great atmosphere. It feels like you're at a high school. I, I would anal- My analogy would be a high school football game. The way the band's playing and the crowd's into it, the cheers, amazing. I saw some early pictures or videos on your uh, Instagram. Did, did, and it was this typical LA thing. Yeah, it is. Do, do people fill in? Does it people yeah. come in later? Yeah. Yeah. See, it, still, it still happens. It doesn't matter what sport. doesn't matter. Yeah. Mostly packed. The stadium seats 22,000. There's probably 17, 18,000 there. I've always heard the energy there is so much fun. Amazing though. energy. Yeah. And even, even Shabelli said that when we arrived. He goes, this will be way more packed, he said, uh, at around the 30-minute mark. Or, no, he said, the uh, yeah, about the 15 to 30-minute mark. So it's classic LA. Everybody arrives late. Great energy, like you said, Tug. Great chance. Great cheers. Uh, like you said, I love the pace. That's one of the positives of going to a soccer match, the pace of the game. Um, there's no bullshit. Just the continuity of the game, too. Is like yeah. Always playing. Exactly. Like, you know, that's, that's no TV one, timeouts. One of the best things about the game. But the fucking flopping, man. And here's something interesting. My, my friend Crystal, she's a big soccer fan. She was, she was uh, sending me messages, too, from my stories on Instagram. And she said this, and then I had a bunch of people agree with me that... And I noticed this too comparing the Women's World Cup and the men's last night. I think the women, this is what everybody was saying, the women flop way less, in my opinion. And that's what she said too. The men flop more than the women. Bitch move, by the way. <laughs> no, it's, am, I, am I on? Yeah. yeah, you're on. Okay, cool. No, it's funny you say that. I remember watching the, the Women's World Cup uh, just you know these past couple of weeks, and I noticed how much faster the gameplay was or how much quicker the halves were solely because of that reason. There's so much less flopping from the women's to the men's where the men's, you know, uh, play stops every couple of minutes, you know, yeah. for, for anything. And, and and the women just don't. They just keep going unless they're a- actually hurt or they know they got hit hard enough to actually make a, a flop yeah, out of it. I would it. do a general agreement with that. I think actually when I was watching the Women's World Cup, I don't think I saw a lot of flopping until it became strategic in the second half. Sure. When time was of the essence or whatever, and girls would take their time. And and I, I just think, I guess my annoyance also stems from these people then brought it to the NBA, and now it's even in the NFL. Like, flopping is everywhere, and I'm blaming soccer. Now, I know former guests of the show, shout out to, shout out to the white mamba, Brian Scalabrini, who on a long rant, which I think we have somewhere on YouTube, he blamed solely Manu Ginobili. <laughs> Which is also coming from the soccer world, though. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Argentina. So I just, that for me, even with all the great things that I like, which also include no nets. Hey, Major League Baseball, love that. I mean, those soccer balls are flying into the stands, I'm saying at times. No nets. And here's something I also want to applaud the, the, the crowd last night. It was a very young crowd, of course, very Hispanic very few people on their phones. Like I, yeah, that's cool. Like, I was the douchebag on my phone posting Instagram stories. <laughs> there was very... By the way, that's a bitch move. See, see see, how I'm defining what are bitch moves? I was doing bitch moves. 
mostly watching the game, which which I I liked that a lot. So I would 100% go to another game, but my and and multiple games. But for me to ever get into soccer, I just don't see it happening. The flopping is just too much for me because these guys are such good athletes. Like I, I'm, I'm saying mostly positive things. People forget how good at athletes these guys are, how they kick the ball, how they place the ball on their chest, their head, whatever. Like These are great athletes, but it's just really tough for me to act like you've been shot in the leg and then you're up playing. Like That's that's tough pill for me to swallow. I mean, there is flopping. I, I'm a fan of soccer. I, I don't think... Um, I, to me, it, it's a sport to me that I'm like, I tune in for the big events. Champions League final, World Cup. I'll follow like the weekly events, but I don't. I don't know what it'll take for me to personally watch week to week. I haven't gotten there yet. Well, you know, Shabelli made a great point last night too during the match. Is it game or match with soccer? It's a match. They have so many within the season, like playoff things, that I think it's always gonna. His point was. That would be tough for Americans to catch on. So last night's game or last night's match was what's called, I think, the U.S. Open, which means MLS teams are in a tournament along with below MLS teams. Does that make sense? That's within the season. So for me as an ignorant, I'm a 100% ignorant soccer fan. I'm like, wait, what? There's a tournament within the regular season, which then everybody can play in. It'd be the equivalent of like, Baseball doing a playoffs where the majors and then the triple A and double A they're all playing within the season, like which but it's interesting you bring that up because um, they do that in they do that in the UK. But Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, it has talked about uh, adapting some of these soccer um, like inter tournaments into the NBA. So we, we there's some conversations about doing these mid-season tournaments okay. for the NBA. And I don't know how I feel about it. I'm saying I think it yeah. I think my point is since we don't do it, I think it confuses the American a, soccer fan. Assessment. There's some talk about like um having like seven seeds in the NBA and the eighth seed is like a play-in tournament yeah. for the eighth seed. So there's some conversation about that. Um People looking at like other sports, international sports, and how to adapt that to make the, the you know, the NBA or, or other other games in the U- USA to be better. And another thing I really don't understand, and the guys I was with, none of us understand this. When they do stoppage time, again, this isn't my first like match to go to. When they do stoppage time, they don't put that up on the scoreboard. Yeah. Which literally our whole section, because they were down, LAFC was down one. Everybody kept going. What's because they knew there was plus you're five. Like, you're just like looking at the ref. Right? Everybody's going like this, you know, deer in headlights look, and I don't understand why they don't put stoppage time on the scoreboard. That makes no sense to me. Did you see a single white claw in the stands last I, night? I did not, but I am very disappointed in the prices as usual. Expensive. I mean, guys, you know, I saw a lot of families there. I just. I'm glad you brought up Arthur Blank in Atlanta. You have two kids. It, it's it's. I'm like defeated when I say this. Listen to me. It's disgusting, and it's just you don't make the experience fun. Shabelli got two Heinekens. 
I want to say it was 18 bucks. It's like, yeah, guys, it's, 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 you know, he's a, he's a 22-year-old college kid. $18? He's, he's spending the money to support your team? He's in scarves? He's, he's doing... What else can the guy do? And you're just going to give him a big F you because he wants a couple beers. I just... I don't get, I don't get it. $22 is one and a half packs of White Claw. I think it was, did that, I say 18? That Chevelle could have had. Yeah. You know? No. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I don't, you have a brand new stadium. It's a shame, honestly. It's a <laughs> it shame. Is. It is. You know, you know, they're supporting, LA's doing a great job supporting this new soccer club. You're going to walk in there and, that's why I do the, uh, the bacon wrapped hot dogs before and after the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there Speaking you go. Of, you and I went to this, but the ESPYs last night, didn't watch. I'm sure you didn't either. No, I was at the game. Of course. But the game of the year was the Rams-Chiefs game on Monday night that you and I and Joe traveled down to on the subway together. And, and let's refresh my memory. What were you drinking on the uh, subway down to the uh, I was game? drinking a raspberry white cloth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'm wrong. Shout, shout out to Dan who was there. I see him in the YouTube comments. Thank Love you, Dan. It. Shout out to Dan. I, I, I wasn't even close. I said 18. Dan says it was $30 for t- two Heineken's are $30. No, I think they outrageous. were. That's outrageous. I think they were. They weren't 12 ounces, but still. They were at least yeah. 18 ounces. Think about the amount of claws you could have crushed in that time. That's like. That's outrageous. That's, 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 that's two terrible. 12 packs of white claws. Yeah, no, that's, that's another 4th of July celebration all over again. That's But this terrible. is my point. Like, I, I just don't understand, again, the rationale. Like, you're literally just giving a big middle finger to your fans. The question I always have is the volume, right? It's like you have two – people buy two beers at 30. Well, they buy four beers for 32. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like – I don't know. We know. We yeah. discussed it earlier. Yeah. The big money is in the TV deals. It's the billions of dollars. Again, Atlanta's doing it. I love how they're doing that. Thirty dollars. He, he he's in the comment section. His one beer was fifteen dollars. I remember when I went to the uh, the road to to the Coliseum for the um, either the Chiefs Rams game or the Cowboys Rams playoff game. I don't know what it was like for you guys at the LFC game, but. Not only was the, the, the concessions super expensive, it was also, I was gone. You talked about the Coliseum before. Yeah. You, you can't, you have to make a choice to watch the game or get a con- or go to the bathroom and get a concession because yeah. you don't come back. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't as bad last night. It's a smaller stadium. And like I said, I think the crowd was great watching the game. And, uh, but dude, I just, I, I, don't, I don't, like, it sucks because, I think as people, we just all accept it. Me included. Like, like we all, we all just accept movie theater popcorn prices, ball game, drink, and food prices. And when is there going to be a day where we just say "fuck you" right back to everybody? Because because we're all getting hosed here. Like like think about this. To so take the time, you're, I, I'm a dude just by myself. Again, I'm thinking more of along a family. But still, even for me, you know, I'm leaving my apartment at 6 o'clock. I'm taking an Uber down to the train station. Then from the train station down to the game, 
go to the game, same state. I'm saying it's a four and a half hour process on yeah. top of the ticket price. Yeah. Throw me a bone here. How's the, how's the, is the same commute as the Coliseum? Is it a little further? Exact same commute. Wow. Which I like. Yeah, you nice. get off at the, uh, I think it's the USC exposition stop. But yeah, no, it's a great environment. I think the cheap, I think the seats were very cheap. I don't like that. Like it's a cheap plastic, not to get too technical, but it's a brand new stadium. So I don't know, man. I just, I don't know though about the flopping stuff, guys. But <laughs> I I, but I had a I had a crazy Ruther idea. Listen to this real quick. And I don't know if they can legally do this. I don't follow hockey, but I I know enough that they pull the goalie right when they're down. Can you pull the soccer goalie and add another guy? No. What what usually happens is there's only three substitutions. They don't pull the goalie. They they bring him all the way forward. Yeah. The, essentially, the goalie becomes an offensive player. Yeah. So if there's like a header or something, you'll see him in the box. Yep. Ready to score a goal as well. Why not, dude? Why not pull the goalie? Because the amount of subs you get. Yeah, and soccer players, they're incredibly accurate. No, man. Andy Ruther idea. Dude, it could work. Dude, if I was the coach, this is, this is my coaching techniques. Pull the goalie, go for every fourth down. Maybe only shoot threes. This is, a good, this is actually a good transition before we, we wrap it up, which we'll never do. Um, Melvin Gordon. Great transition. Um, t- talking about like uh, this, the system, the NFL systems to me is very interesting. Yes, I agree. So the idea of adding a 12th man or whatever, but for, for, for soccer purposes, but Melvin Gordon is talking about what, holding out? Yeah. Is that right? He's talking about holding out from the, the Chargers. Chargers. Such a tough position right now, right? For 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 running backs to be uh, let, Yeah, yeah, take whatever white claws you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you want to sit down? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What? You got you got, you got a Venmo to chug two white claws? Two Venmos to shotgun two white claws. Okay, come on out here. Come on out. Yeah. Just come on out. We're, 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 we can't grab a can't seat. Shotgun. Yeah, Whatever you want, buddy. Okay, okay. okay. So this is amazing. So the Melvin Gordon thing is interesting. By the way, the Dirtball is just paying. They only they only spend money for chugging beer and me smoking weed. Like it's all about drugs with these these th- savages. I like the savages. I like oh, I, I love it too. Okay, so uh, get, get, get a clean one. Yeah, I was trying. Right behind you. So Melvin Gordon said he's going to hold out. Now, he's a great running back. He's the second most touchdowns since 2016 yep. behind Todd Gurley. Yep. Now, I sent you both, you and Aaron, this Ringer article, which I liked, which really breaks down the current state of running backs in the NFL, which yep. I don't even know if we really needed to need it because I think we already knew this. I think we knew this. Yeah. We saw it in Pittsburgh. They didn't miss a beat with James Conner. We saw it in Kansas City. They didn't really miss a beat when Kareem Hunt went went down. You or, saw it to a degree with the Chargers last year when, when Austin Eckler took over or uh, back up behind him. Exactly. So it's an interesting discussion when these guys are filled in very easily, especially a guy like Gordon who's already had knee injuries. Dude, the Rams are – they have a problem right now. Who? The Rams. I'm bringing them up because they just gave money. Gotcha. Todd Gurley's hurt. Yeah. Guys, when your knees start going and you're a running back, 
That is not good. Todd Gurley is legitimately hurt. He's an arthritic knee. He did his job, though. He got paid. He's the probably, he's probably one of the last. And people will look to Todd Gurley, unfortunately. Organizations and, and, and players will okay. both look to Todd Gurley. The players will say, I need to be Todd Gurley because my career could end. And the organizations will say, you could be Todd Gurley. So we're not going to pay you. We're not going to pay you. Yeah. Exactly. So. It is interesting. It's totally a crossroads. Le'Veon Bell, you know, he wasn't a part of a contract, so his is different. But to me, it's it's between a rock. And we also know the Chargers are very hard negotiators. They let Joey Bosa sit out most of the year. Yeah. So it's a really tough position for them to be on, considering they didn't lose a beat. They didn't lose a beat when Melvin Gordon wasn't playing last year. No. They didn't lose a beat. Yeah. Or miss a beat. Want to chug? Aaron has joined us. What do you have? I got uh, two white claws here. This is what this is what a white claw looks like. Yeah, it looks great. Doesn't doesn't that look refreshing? Just if you look at this, this is like a Sprite commercial before your eyes. And just to be clear, you, you finished your four White Claws, and now you're moving into Andy's White Claws. I'm moving into my last White Claw unopened and Andy's other uno- or uh, one-sipped White Claw right here. Okay, That's so what we have this left. is four and five for you. Uh, you got to speak up. Cause I, might, I might get this wrong. I hope not. But shout out Zach and Micah, Mika in the uh, YouTube comments. Send me those Venmos. I appreciate it. Uh, this is for you guys. I'm going to go back to back. Okay. Back to back? Aaron's sleeping on my couch tonight. Wow. This is the this who was the lineman for the Packers who did this? Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari, yeah. This is this is the Bakhtiari. All right. Oh, bro, my couch, dude. What the fuck, man? (laughs) Ah, the carpet. It's been impeccable. We gotta put towels down before we do this shit. Is that gonna stain? Is that gonna stain tug? No, it's not gonna stain at all. It's okay. a seltzer water. Okay. It's actually good for your carpet. I've done a pretty good job keeping it clean, though. I- incredible job. That saying. was impressive. I think we're bearing the lead there. That was very impressive. If anyone wants to Venmo uh, some more money for him to finish the other Andy <laughs> Ruther White Claws. <laughs> wow. Um, unbelievable. Speechless. He's so turned by White Claws, he's just slamming them. Look, I'm high. I'm high on the Chargers every year. Yeah, I'm, I'm I predicted make it to the Super Bowl. We all saw the how it worked out. Well, anything you touch is a bitch move. Um, but I'm excited to see how that all ends up. I mean, people are talking about holding out again. Like, there's just not a lot of leverage there. I mean, so you want to hear my opinion? Yeah. And I hate this because I'm all for these guys getting paid. They put their bodies through so much hell. That's going to be experienced years from now. Yeah. I mean, CTE is real. But if you want to be a shrewd businessman, you don't pay these guys. We've, we've already listed. You guys saw it. You can fill these. The Chargers have a good team. Now, if you have a shit offensive line, you might want to pay the guy. If you have a bad defense, you might want to pay the guy. But here's a fun fact, which we looked up before the show. The average, this is the average lifespan, or I'm sorry, career span of an NFL running back is 2.3 years. I wonder the lifespan. It's also (laughs) 2.3 years. (laughs) So I'm just saying like, 
you know, that article points out that the average salary of NFL running backs is the lowest position-wise outside of kickers and punters. Yeah. There's a reason. I thought it was a great stat. It's a great yeah. stat. So out of all the position players, running backs are paid the less or the least, I'm sorry, because these owners know. These GMs know. What, now, now, you, now you're... You're the span. You're was it Dean Spanos? Correct. You're the owner of the Chargers. Are you paying Melvin Gordon? I mean, there's two guys behind him that kind of do the things he can do. I mean, it's just any any. And he you have a you have a good defense, great, top no, ten defense. I, I would say elite defense. Yeah, I think and you have, still have a a very great quarterback. Yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback. And, I mean, weapons. Weapons on the, Keenan, on the wide receivers. Keenan, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Hunter Henry. Speedster. Um, you know, um, the big wide receiver who's also, I forget his, his name. Antonio Gates? No. Is he still playing? I don't know. He is. Is he? Yeah. He's worthless. Um, Vincent Jackson? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, nice throwback. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Malcolm Floyd still getting it done? <laughs> uh, God, now you got me thinking like, like, a, like 90s guys. Yeah. <laughs> Who were some of the 90s Chargers receivers? Shoot. Give me a '90s Keenan McCardell. Am I just making wow, names up? No, he was a Jaguar. I want to say, but that's a good name. <laughs> um, I, I, it's just it's just hard to pay. There's a couple of these guys coming up. That's why I think you got to make your money as a running back off the field, because somehow it's a weird it's a weird I don't see it, it's an irony, but it's weird that the face of NFL a lot of times outside of quarterbacks is the running back. It is. But they have the shortest lifespan. Exactly. It is so, wild. So figure out a way for a Zeke Elliott and these guys to make money as pitchmen for Oreo or whatever, whatever you know, White Claw or whatever. So make your money off the field while you can. Because so I want to bring up Saquon then because yeah. he's the next great back. Yeah. Saquon's already the GOAT. There's undeniably. Okay, well, just relax over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Saquon fan myself, but just GOAT. That's a bitch move, calling somebody I'm, a goat okay. too quickly. I'm saying, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, objectively speaking, talent-wise, what he brings to the field. Have you ever seen a running back like him? That is such a dual threat: receiving, running, strength, speed, agility. He played one everything. year, but you can already tell. He played one year, but he moves like Barry and trucks like any other any other back you've seen. Like, well, well first of all, he doesn't truck every look. Are you a Giants fan? Not at all. Look, I, I just, I'm just, I just I remember, appreciate talent. We remember Barry Sa- Barry Sanders. Look, I love Saquon. I was the one who was saying last year you could argue he's already the best back in the NFL. So I'm not, I'm not backing down from that statement. But I also know that's why we're bringing this up. We're, we're talking 2.3 years, dude. Todd Gurley gave Todd Gurley. How old is Todd Gurley? Look, can you look that up. I think it's like 25. Todd Gurley he's gave. Like he's given the Rams. People, his his rookie year wasn't that good. Like he's given the Rams. No, it wasn't great. He rushed for a thousand yards, but it was all mostly over a few games. Todd Gurley is twenty four, turning twenty five. Twenty four years old. He's turning twenty five August third, so he'll be twenty five this okay, year. Okay, so he's a kid. He's twenty five, and we're already talking about his arthritic career, knee. Career being done, basically. We saw him in the Super Bowl, and and, and it's it's a weird position. Who who did? Anderson, right? The Rams yes. brought off. Yes. He was literally eating fucking potato skins on his couch. 
He ran over 100 yards against the Cowboys. Crushed us. Us. Crushed Tugs, Cowboys. Yeah, crushed my boys. I'm just saying, like, you can – these guys are so good. Like, you can replace. To me, it's the thing about football that I, I, I think I love, as I, especially as I get older, it's such a system and scheme-based – Oh, my God. Of uh, game. It's all about systems and scheme. Yeah. It really is. So you almost like want to root for the – the players are great. But you kind of want to root for the guys who create the systems and the scheme. That's why Belichick is the best. I was going to say. You know. And that's also – McVeigh like is – you know, will be great when he figures you know it out. But that's also why last night we had the discussion going into uh, – Going into the the soccer stadium, we we were talking about the Browns, and I said, guys, there's a reason Vegas has the over under at nine. Like you can say all you want about the talent which they have, which is undeniable, but Harbaugh, how many shitty seasons he had with the Ravens, like the the Steelers. I'm not the biggest Mike Tomlin fan, but look at that. I'm saying organization wise, yeah. They're just a great organization. Yeah, the Steelers are the the Cardinals of baseball. They're always there. The Ravens are always there. Like even even and, and those guys were saying like, you know, I think Shabelli said something about oh well Lamar Jackson. I go, dude, Lamar Jackson isn't that good. They'll win ten games with him because exactly what you're saying, Tug. Yeah. The system in place of a great coach like Harbaugh. Harbaugh's a great coach. I for, you know I, I actually like Lamar this year. I think Lamar will be good this year. Um, and for fantasy people out there, listen, I have Saquon in the league. I'm very nervous about Saquon this year. Because if you're number one overall, I, I would be nervous with Saquon. Is your uh, fantasy? Yeah, it's my, it's my quick fantasy nugget for you guys before you guys head into your drafts. Be, be very, very wary with Saquon. Did you see uh, what show was on? Todd Gurley went on a show. You know, He was complaining about what NFL players get paid. Comparing it to NBA. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that interview? I didn't see it, no. But and, I can only imagine because we're talking about guaranteed versus non-guaranteed yeah, contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contracts. And, and I, again, I don't blame the NFL players for being mad. But, you know, you also have a lot, a bigger roster. You have a 53. 53. It's a 53-man like yeah. roster versus, what, uh, is it 12, 12 or 13? 15th, really. But, uh, but also, the injury. Like... I mean, I mean, the fact that we're having a legit discussion about Todd Gurley's health. Well, it's at a twenty-five. It's, it's just it's an unbelievable, you know, workplace debate where it's like the employee is like, "I need to get paid because my body is going to get destroyed." Yeah, and the owner is like, or the governor is like. We don't no, want to pay no, you. No, the NFL will never use that term. The NFL is yeah, the it's N- racist. The, 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 racist. The NFL probably yeah. uses the term master. Yeah. How, that's how. Yeah. That's how. That's, that's how wrong the NFL is. Like you call him yeah. master. So the NFL is like, listen, we know your body's gonna get destroyed, so we we're gonna use you until the next person comes. But that's along. what I'm saying. Like that's why I was saying if if I'm the owner, if it's if it's purely fiscal. Now now I know this might sound weird. If there's any sort of like humanitarian in you, you know what these guys are putting through their body. So maybe you pay them. Is that a weird way of looking at it? 
Like, well, like, most like, these guys who made it to that level, they, they can pay for, you know... Like, you have empathy. When you pay for, uh, you know, an NFL franchise, you've pretty much thrown empathy out the window. Good point. That's my opinion. You're right. Even Dan Snyder, who is, uh, you know... Articles are just crushing him. People I, are... I saw that. You saw the article about people... No, no one wants to work for the Redskins anymore. No one. No one. He's still probably... Talking about ROI, Mr. Andy Ruther of ROI... His his franchise is worth, you know, and they're still called Redskins. Yeah, despicable. Yeah, I mean, I mean, despicable. Chugging on the white claw. Yeah, I I might have to. Hey, dirtball, send the Venmos. You know where I'm at. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jesus, unbelievable. He's pining for money unbelievable. over here. Unbelievable. I thought that was a great episode. We're, we're two hours deep. We did forty five minutes plus on white claw. This is the doldrums of summer. It's the, it's the dog days when there's... We're talking about baseball's not even playing right now. It's the worst part of the year. We didn't year. even discuss the home run derby. Didn't even watch it. I heard it was great. My, mo- my mom calls me. And I said, watched it. Did you watch the home run derby? It was great. And I said, no, mom. I didn't. I don't watch, I don't watch the baseball all-star game anymore. I don't watch home run derby anymore. I watched it. It was it, fun. And it was great, right? I mean... I watched one, uh, one Twitter video of, of Vlad's uh, batting practice. And I saw that, and I sent it to my dad, actually, and I said, look at this fucking swing. And, well, uh, and that was before I, I, I didn't know any of his stats or anything like that. And then I looked at the, the tally the next day, and I was like, holy shit. Like, Records were broken. Yeah, that was more than I expected. But still, yeah. I saw his swing, and I was like, this is so effortless. Like, this dude can hit home runs like it's fucking nothing. I'm yeah. sure, you know? So, well, Prano and I called it. Sense. I want to say, we both, what do we put our money on? Like, we said we both liked Vladdy, and we both liked Alonzo. Yeah. So I got one right. Yeah. You know. Two out of eight. Right? Yeah. So I should be tooting my own horn. Yeah, who cares? Tell you one thing. Clippers ain't making it to the finals. I'm I'm not backing down from that one. I, I listen, I don't know about getting to the finals. I don't I, I'm gonna my bet is if uh will will a California team win the NBA finals, my bet is no. Yeah. That's my bet this year. All right. Tug Coker. Are we going out after this? I guess so. I got to eat, you know. I got to eat something. I got some uh, I got some jalapeno cheddar brats in there. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They're fucking great, this dude. This is what you do okay. in the dog days of summer. Okay. We, we, we do some taste tests. We have some fun. Taste tests. Question, question. Yeah. Will you or will you not be eating those bratwursts with buns? No, uh, I'll probably go no bun tonight. That's what I'm saying. My dog. My no, we'll just just you and your anti all about carbs. that ketosis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, we're we are against big carbs. There's a spill. There's I a spill it everywhere. Spill. The Zamboni. Cl- the claws all over the carpet. Luckily, it's okay. This is where I will like the claw. Yep. It's clear, sparkling soda. At the okay, Tell Coker. Where can people follow you on the social media? On Instagram and Twitter at Tug Coker. Shout out everybody! Thanks so much for listening. You guys can follow me at Andy Ruther. And if you're in the NorCal area, guys, you got a special treat next week. You get me and Joe Prano up for four shows. Two in Oakland. Or it might be three in Oakland. One in San Francisco. I actually finally updated my website. You can go to andyruther.com or joeprano.com. We will be on, uh, we have four shows and five nights up there. Some really fun venues. And uh, we'd love to see you guys. So go, so go check us out up in the Bay. 
and maybe you can be my bae. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. iTunes reviews, you leave them. The Twitter handle, I send you koozies. Same thing for using promo code DIRTY on any of our sponsors. You guys can follow Aaron at I'm wait, a bitch wait. white claw drinker. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. That is, that is not what uh, these dirt balls deserve after this past couple well, of that days. That was a hesitation there. Yeah, so, real quick, I just want to give a, uh, I got to give a shout out to all You're my. giving shout outs. Oh, now. I do. I do. I have to. I got to give Off a camera sh- shout out. Which I, I got to give a shout out to all my fellow claw dogs out there. <laughs> claw dogs. <laughs> claw dogs. We need a DMX where my dog's at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I know this week has been a trying time. I did not realize that the uh, the white claw debate would be such a polarizing issue. But that being said, shout out to all the claw dogs out there that stuck with me through it all. And uh, we are here. We are live. And just stay true to yourself, my dogs. Love you all. Thanks for the follow. Thanks for the shout outs. I'll always be here. Man. That's it. Follow me at DS Interns. This is, this is what is it, like Stonewall. He's like, we're here. We're queer. Yeah. He's like, this is like a coming out party for him. Yep. All right, Aaron. Appreciate that. Guys, Prano is in Tahoe. So go see him at Harvey's at the Improv if you're in that era. If not, like I said, you can see me and Prano next week in the Bay Area. Okay, guys, that's the show. We got we to go out. We're going to continue this party. In the words of Lionel Richie, all night long. <laughs> all right, Dirt Falls, have a great weekend. And most importantly, don't forget, don't drink White Claw. Drink a real drink. Like water. And while you're doing that, stay dirty.